0: listening to the Shoot and Scoot podcast, broadcasting the truth about the Flames of War War game hobby through the power of the internet, from our mouths to your ears. And now the
1: host, Ben. Hey guys, thank you for joining us. As uh, Fez said, I am Ben, and of course that was Fez. Hello. And we're also joined by Duncan. Hello. And to round out the team of heroes, we have Lee. Hello. So Lee, what are we talking about today?
2: Well, tonight we are looking at um, Faith of the Nation and... Three nations? That's a lot of nation going on. Um, okay. and also we'll be looking at um, a new plastic venture from France.
1: Cool. So, uh, before that, what's everyone been up to? In all fashion, me and First Start as we went to the expo? I think yeah, it's pretty more
3: interesting. Yeah.
1: Which is kind of the largest gaming convention in UK now? Uh, uh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I think well, I think it's bigger than it's three days, which makes it seem bigger than Salute. Yeah, oh, it
0: definitely it, is
2: probably.
1: Yeah, it's yeah.
0: definitely bigger than Salute. It's it's the largest general con- gaming convention in the UK um, for everything that is unplugged, so tabletop wargaming, gaming, board gaming, card games, that kind of thing.
1: It, it's so. a bit more board gaming than miniature gaming, though. Is I'd say yes.
0: Yes, it wasn't always that way. Um, you used to have quite a lot of military games until they realised they took up a whole heap of room <laughs> and there were more people that liked playing board games than they do little toy soldiers, which, you know, I never understood. I thought it was a bit tragic. Um,
1: and and I think you can see this because Battlefront didn't actually go as Battlefront, they went as Gale Force 9.
0: Yes. Right,
1: and promoted the board games more. I mean, there was still Team Yankee stuff there, as, you know, someone might have bought some Canadians. Might. Um, but, uh, yeah, they're definitely like, really going, going like, you know, ball games, rah, we've always bought Team Yankee. Yeah.
0: I was, um, uh, I, three years ago, I played, that's the first time I met Hammy was at the UK Games Expo. I played in this tournament he ran at the show. Oh, really? Um, and uh, it, I it played a game with my Fortune Vega Pioneers where we were playing lengthways and I had enough barbed wire to cut off the foot table <laughs> <laughs> uh, against... Against a an opponent who only had wheeled vehicles. Glorious.
1: Awesome. Uh, and I wonder why Pioneer supply trucks disappeared. Yes. <laughs> Shame. <laughs> but but yeah, it was it was a good three days though.
0: Yeah, because the show the show just gets bigger and bigger every year. I mean if 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 you like gaming of you know, if you're a fan of board games or car games, it's definitely worth making the trip down to, to Birmingham at the NEC. Um uh, I,
1: I mean, there was some historicals there. Um, no Flames, which is something that I think potentially we could look at fixing for next year.
0: Ooh. Yeah, there were some, you, you meant there were some Ancients, and they were playing games of some description. Right?
1: Yeah, but it, you... it's, it's one of those things of Ancients is... I was mean, I, I speaking to Robin beforehand, a guy I know from the area, and uh, he was talking about the three or four different games that were being played, and I just got lost. It was just like... I mean, I know difference in scales, but, you know, it was, like, D-B-D-M-T and, like, F-T-W or something like that. I don't know.
0: Um,
1: it was just, like, it's lots of different games, but uh, I had a quick look around. There's some very nicely painted armies, as you would expect. Um, yeah, it looked all right, but, yeah, um, it was kind of all right. But, yeah, yeah I think for next year, we potentially look at doing something Flames of War related. Yeah, it's just- Probably just a one-dayer because I don't ever fancy a two-day tournament at a convention.
0: No, no. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we took our armies waiting to play a version 4 game, although I was just entirely too knackered to do anything that taxing because um, I'd just come back from my holiday from Normandy, uh, uh, which was. I, fair. I, a second. I,
1: I was just going to say also, I think me and Alex were pretty much burnt out because on the first day we, we had. Um, it's the first time me and Alex spent a day together without kids, and without a tournament, and so we got very drunk and played a lot of board games, because you know we didn't get to do it very often. He was then playing a martyr the next day because you know he's a loser. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, you know, he, I think he regretted that, but he was in it anyway.
1: Well, when, when it all when it all, when it finished at eleven o'clock at night, yes. Yes. <laughs> the Swiss. The Swiss finished at eleven o'clock at night. They come back. The four of them had to come back for the top four the next day.
4: Oh my gosh.
1: Uh, and the best bit is, one guy said, Oh, I can't. Because they said, can, Should we do the last game of Swiss tomorrow so everyone can leave at like 8 o'clock and get dinner and have a reasonable time? One guy went, I can't come back tomorrow. He then dropped before the last game.
0: <laughs> oh. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. On a positive note, um, I've been painting all day my uh, my tank destroyers uh, for Americans, looking forward to the Flames of War opening day. Are they almost done? Uh, well. I painted they're spray green. And I painted the tracks black, which is <laughs> an achievement for me. One but more I, colour,
1: one more colour. You got three I, colours. I
0: just had serious painting block. It's been it's been a while since I've actually got the brushes out and anything focused, you know, and to do a whole army, even though it is just you know a really basic one in terms of in colour schemes. It's just it was amazing how hard it was just to actually just get started, get going, and then kind of keep a pace going.
1: I do okay. find a painting block when you start you actually kind of get through it fairly quickly it's just starting
2: yeah, yeah can I find is, if I if I have a project I sit down I, go, I can't start this I just paint something else just something that's close to hand just start going I find it just gets me over that first hurdle and get back into it
0: yeah <laughs> it's just, just painting anything that's the problem it's been that long since I've actually sat down and done a decent any hobby um, Sure, I'm building stuff I'm almost fine with I can throw it together yeah, in uh but actually just getting the brushes out starting it's uh just just a, sh- a struggle so
1: it is uh, one of the things i have so one of one of these kind of sub games i have which i don't play that often but i find quite fun i do is aristea mm-hmm. the game by guys of infinity the kind of first person well third person shoot em up i guess kind of board game it's very cool um But the thing with that is I paint the models individually and I take a lot of time painting them whereas like Flames of War is a lot more about painting an army. Yeah. So it's kind of a different style of painting so when I get like a bit of block I just pick up an Arasteo model and paint that then I come back. Okay.
0: That's true. I mean to be fair a lot of my painting over the last five years has been oh crap I've said I'm doing this tournament oh crap it's tomorrow (laughs) it's alright I only have to paint um, all of it. Um, (laughs) That is true. So I'm I'm, at least i am Working on the timescale, I've actually got paint on the models. You know, what two weeks before the event? So,
1: I you see. I almost went crazy yesterday. So, uh, John from from Battlefront UK, mm-hmm. because uh, Gareth, uh, Gordon, and uh, um, I've got the other one. Anyway, the other guy you Sorry, the other guy was for Battlefront UK. Do apologise. They will all painted armies for That's... the event. Could be Matt. Yes, I think it is Matt. Sorry, sorry, Matt, to be honest. He's decided he's going to pick up an American force for it in two weeks. And I looked at it and went, oh, that's a really good idea. I've got my Italian tanks need to get done for a few weeks after the event. Why don't <laughs> I try doing that? And I went, no, Ben, just finish your Brits. You've got a couple of things left to do.
0: Well, it makes, <laughs> just, it makes me laugh because like they put that up like it's a challenge. And for me, that's my daily hobby. Like <laughs> that's me. That's giving myself time is two weeks.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> is true.
0: My, my my lowest record slash proudest moment was when I turned up to Corrivery and I was pulling the uh, the armoured rifle platoon out of the bag putting the superglue tufts on the bases and then deploying them on the board <laughs> 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 oh, hashtag last minute
2: um, what's everyone else been doing what, what, what's got everyone else hobbying Um. well I uh, Right now, I haven't been doing much in the way of Team Yankee model-making. I've um, got two games in. First two games in a long time, because of babies and stuff. So I um, played uh, My West Germans versus Dylan's Soviet, and we could be covering that in an after-actual report on the website soon. And then another game versus Simon's Brits with my um, East Germans. So, you know, one Germany to the next Germany. think yeah, it's going to be throwing, throwing the dice again. Made some silly rookie errors. But, um, yeah, not too bad. Painting wise, I'm actually doing some Necromunda stuff and going back, reliving my 90s with Gene Steel Cult stuff. So.
1: Oh, I've got Gene Steel Occult.
2: Imperial Knight stuff's coming out, so I'm getting Imperial Knights, which again is what I had back in the early early 90s of Addictus Titanicus, so it's like, it's just my 90s all over again.
1: I, I, I would say that, I have, although I have got a Gene Steel Occult, I have just quit the campaign as part of because the guy running it's a Muppet. For <laughs> <But
2: that's laughs> so a legitimate reason. <laughs>
1: Oh, it's, uh, how hard is it to run a c- bloody campaign? Apparently quite hard. But uh, And and in all fairness, I have some issues, some balance issues with the Dumb Commander. It doesn't so much feel anymore that you're like this gang that's scraping to survive in the Underhive. It feels like you're a special forces team sent in to like, eliminate high-profile targets.
2: Yeah, my my guys are like struggling <laughs> to get an all, get a heavy stubborn right at the moment. But yeah, I, do, I don't
1: know, I don't know, if we, I don't know what we're doing, but we're getting so, we've got so much money, it's ridiculous. Oh, Well, wow. uh, it did, it did. Oh, help. Door, 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 so, so there is a mission. I don't need to play. It's in, I think it's in Gang War Three, where basically the two gangs turn up and there's like a robot in the middle of the board. Oh yes, I, I remember reading
2: rules for it the other day. And, yeah.
1: The robot opens the vaults. Now, my friend George decided that as his was playing Goliaths and his intelligence test, and his best intelligence was nine, and playing Gene's has got my best intelligence is three, and it's you've got to roll three or higher on two dice, yep. it was set more sensible to let me just open the vault. And it, no matter who wins or loses, everyone who gets inside the vault gets D6 times ten credits. I think we've got twelve guys in the vaults between the two of us. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's, a, it's a great spirit cooperation there it's a
1: <laughs> well we did attack each other but there's those moments of I kind of I opened the vault George attacked me taking out one of my guys and there was a moment I went well I could just charge you but my guy can also just make the door by running um, why risk it because you're Goliaths and that kind of went the way. yeah so we had a little fight and then like you know but yeah but it's
0: kind of like turning up to a Flames of War game and going oh you know what let's just you know have an armistice
1: well, no, Some Russians. It, the things, it, kind of, it kind of made sense, because one of the guys said, oh, that doesn't seem very fair. Well, well no, does does it? Why, you know, if you're thinking about it from, like, the guys point of view, it could be them ambushing me, waiting for me to open the door, because they know how much they're going to struggle to open the door without, like, the intelligence. Yeah. So it kind of does make sense mm. from a kind of thematic point of view of wait till the door's open. But then kind of, like, when the loot's there why kill each other you know it's more like I could kill you oh I, you know like, like cavalry back in like you know uh, the English Civil War and you always hear like Rupert's cavalry went off and looted the baggage train rather than actually fighting <laughs> that's kind of what it was We're like well we could fight each other but we'll it's loot yeah cool man uh, I mean the fact that 12 guys got it and there's more than enough credits to go around tells you a bit of everything really
3: <laughs> you go Oprah and you get yeah. some credits and yep. you get, <laughs> get
1: some credits yeah <laughs> So and yeah, you,
3: you get a flesh wound.
1: Ah,
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Fear some scars. But,
1: but yeah, especially later on, I think the gangs just get a bit too powerful, and we, we've already been chatting about when version two, when we do a second one, how to fix it. But but it's cool; the models are amazing, and um, I love what they've done, making all the gangs very different now.
0: Mm. Well, one um, of the guys at our car club got so carried away uh, with one of his terrain projects, he created a burger bar, and he called it Hive Guys.
1: Ah, that's awesome.
0: Um, but then he got carried away, so he now has three restaurants uh, for his Hive Guys <laughs> team one of which one of which has you know lights up. Uh, and he then made an entire gang based around Hive Hive Guys staff. Oh god! <laughs> the fry cook has a flamethrower. That's good. Um, that is very good. Uh, but he oh, put up the god. internet, and now there's about I think there's about twenty different people around the world who are making their own Hive Guys. That's really cool. So, <laughs> to a, it's a, a trans- trans- global <laughs> enterprise. It's a franchise opportunity. It's not to happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah does
3: he have a terrifying clown figure? Because I feel like Neon. I know that's not Five Guys, but I feel like there should just be some like sinister looking clown standing in the back somewhere.
1: What, like when Ronald McDonald's in Judge Dredd.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And uh, what's, his, what's the purple thing called as well? Uh,
1: the wimpy. I oh, do no, know, it wasn't the wimpy guy. No. I don't know.
3: His grimace. That's interesting. A grimace, just yes. family guy, yeah. yeah.
1: So, Duncan, what have you been up to?
3: I have been uh, pulling together some bits for my 21st Panzer for Normandy. Ooh. So, for the uh, uh tournament on the 11th of August, um, I've got some uh, 105 Lorraine Sleppers that I've got together. Um, I don't know if they're going to be any good. They're almost certainly not going to be. But uh, they've got Did their coolness. Maybe. I may have Panic uh, Bide, Panic Bide, Panic Bought um, three of them when uh, Battlefront said that they were going to stop doing the individual blisters of them for the re-release of V4. Oh, so, Yeah. I was like, oh God, I better get some, just in case. That's interesting. So I got three of them then. I had the, the 150s already for the desert, so I've got Can those. You still buy them at all, Are they... Uh, I don't know actually. I I, I don't know if, you, if they're still producing the blister for individual ones. Um, and I don't know actually if the 105 because the, the blister does the 105 gun and the 150. And I don't know if the box set's got both those gun options in it. Yeah. In all honesty. So I've got yeah I've got three of them because that's the the minimum size you can take. And I've got the cool little uh, observer vehicle as well. Uh, currently working on. And then some bits for the 90th light like for, um, North Africa, based on the article I just wrote for, um, upgrade, sort of rejigging my existing V3 army to V4. And, uh, yeah. So I've got a couple of Stugs, um, and the 7.62 anti tank guns and Dianes and stuff. Nice. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It kind of would make sense to have the both barrels in the box, I guess.
3: It would.
0: It depends if they're on the same spin or not.
1: Yeah, that's true. And I guess also if you can't use them in mid-war, then I guess it's not like a plastic sprue where it has to be, kind of be part of the sprue. No. Yeah, well, we're we're actually, it comes back oh, cool. to the ball.
3: I mean, they take Phil in this conversation and ask him. response. It's fine. This guy, that one
0: random manufacturing thing that you probably haven't <laughs> heard <helped laughs> yeah. about at all.
3: Yeah, you know it all, Phil. Come on. <laughs> no, I. Yeah. I, you're only <laughs> a, I, I what are you doing? <laughs> I, I don't know, in all honesty, if it would if they bother. I, I don't see why they would, because at the moment, um, there is still, you know, you can still get them. Um, the blisters, they're still of them in the UK. Yeah. So. um... I
0: mean, I manufacturing know. stuff like that often comes down to what is on. You know, when you when you cast it and you run the mold, what bits are on that mold? Yeah, it often tends to be the way that you you end up with weird things where you have a ton of one component because you've. But when it was in production, you needed the you put the wheels of this on this other one, um, and then you end up with a load of excess stuff you don't need. And if it's, if it's white metal, it's not a problem, you can write it down and use it again. Um, but it, that's that tends to be the way that things, you know, especially like play maps, it's where you end up with a ton of really bad play because it just prints every time that you print the popular one because it's <laughs> all done on the same thing. Um
3: yeah, I had to, um, the other thing I had to engage with Battlefront on this week is, uh, I had to engage the wonderful customer service guys in the UK. So I had a, a Stug D with no barrel, unfortunately, but. Oh. Yeah, I'm gonna start a rumour now, cause, uh, you know, Flames of War's dead, cause they've stopped making the Stug D, or the Stug D is no longer in country. That's it. It's dead. That's it. It's game um, over. Done. I, I had a <laughs> hobby, hobby,
0: hobby crisis with the bloody, um, cause this is from the late war. Uh, tournament at uh, in
3: that you're
0: doing your uh oh crisis well no because um, we talk about buying models I was uh, thought oh, I can get my Churchill's on the board and I realised that I wanted to have four M10s but my late world British M10s are resin and metal and the years that they've gone by obviously now they're in plastic um, <laughs> uh oh so I ended up sitting going well if I get the plastic ones are they going to be the same size you know that but the main thing I came down on was, A, if I bought the plastic ones, I'd have four M10s when I only need two. Um, but I've also, it would mean that two of my M10s would be resin and metal and two of them would be plastic. And I've had, in, uh, in 40K, I had a, a platoon, a guy, a squad of space marines, half of which were metal and half of which were plastic. And I ended up just throwing them across the board. <laughs> so I'd, I'd either well, or, or dropping them. Because so I'd either pick them up expecting them to be light and therefore drop them if they're metal, or pick them up expecting them to be heavy and end up throwing them across the board because they were plastic. Um, so I luckily managed to jump on and uh, he says luckily. I mean, I screwed about three websites and found a place that had... Uh, well, in Toyman, actually. Hi, Pete. Uh, that had <laughs> the uh, the 17 pounders in stock. Was it in Toyman? No, it wasn't. Oh, gosh. Sorry, Pete. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I bought an Oster as well for an AOP because it's a little Oster model and I like aeroplanes.
3: I, I do wonder if some of the um, mid-war stuff is, is going or they're depleting the stocks of it now because the the with the, the Stug, they've had to order it in from somewhere and it's going to be about three to four weeks to get a replacement in because there's none in country. And I, was thinking, I was thinking, well, if they're releasing, you know, if the rumoured release of the Eastern Front books is... Well,
1: Not so much rumoured as they've said it on their website.
3: Yeah. (laughs) You know, I'm a a risk-adverse person at the rest of the time, so...
1: Okay, Uh, in all fairness, okay, the rumoured. The rumoured definitely happening.
3: Yeah, exactly, allegedly. (laughs) Um, But you think that maybe they're going to take those single Stug Ds and maybe stick in a box of four or something like that?
0: Well, they need to uh, to do something. I mean, that's... that's The whole point of version four was was to produce the amount... Well, A, the game itself was getting a little bit stale but also they need a way to control the number of lines they had. I mean, if, you, if you're if you a new store and you're looking at opening up, and you look at just the thousands and thousands of different SKUs they've got.
1: Yeah. And this is one of the things that the Expo, Gordon, was really when I was chatting to Gordon, he was really hammering home because it's actually the first time we've properly met. But, yeah, we're just chatting about it, and he said, yeah, it's so one of the big things of version 4 is, you know, you see your shop. And you go, cool. Uh, Where do you start? Whereas now it's a bit a bit easier because you kind of you know you got twenty boxes for the Americans, you have got thirty or boxes of the Brits, most of which are plastic, and most of which, unlike when they're blisters, you just need one of or maybe two of. Whereas you know, like one of the things you know in one of my local one of my local shops, they would order one blister of the new tank. Yeah. Like, well, that's great, but I need three, four, or five, or maybe ten of these.
0: It does. It does make you wonder you know, the, the, it's this stuff. Don't, don't worry. <laughs> it's boring. I've, i am
3: to talk about toy soldiers. In, in all seriousness though, because one of the other things I had to hunt down recently was an SDK said two, five, four. don't know if you know what that is. The, the weird half-tracked wheeled Ricky. Yes, yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely bonkers. Glorious. Uh, but it is just an observer model and I've got no problem, you know, no problem with them. Uh, necessarily not offering that as something that shops shop should carry. I'm, I'd be more than happy to have to go for stuff that niche on like a print-on-demand type thing. Yes, yes.
1: Yeah, I, I, Which, I think print, I think. Sorry, I finish the talk, yeah. No, no. That
3: was that was my entire point. Was just stuff that that, that I, as long as they don't get rid of the skews, as long as the skews don't die. Yeah. Uh, because one of the things about the Flames War range is that it just kicks the pants out of any other fifteen mil like range of of anything really like you know so much there's just so much variety you can do whatever you want but as long as it doesn't disappear and uh, as long as you know how long it takes to when you order it to when it gets delivered roughly so i don't have a problem with that but it's
1: the, still two idea, I- the, date. the two ideas i always had with this was you kind of get with like the niche stuff so we we'll take like the minor nations as the main example here is either yes it basically goes mail order only uh, mail order only yeah which i mean yeah you can't get 10 percent off I'm sure the, the Battlefront do enough sales over the year or so that if you time it right you can get it the other one, the other idea I had was you do like print and demand you go great guys we're going to do in March we're going to do French for early war you know we're going to do them for two months order in that two, like in we're going to have like ordering open for a month or two order in that time and then yep. we'll make it and we'll send it out to you a bit like Kickstarter effectively and then basically you just make it to order yeah, I, and then and, and but they but but have like a have like a cycle. Don't don't turn it randomly. You go like right, we're gonna do like French, Hungarian, whatever, blah blah blah. blah. I I'm sure you're gonna say there's some problems with that at first, because eh, you know. Well, it's
0: more looking at looking at the, the releases they've done in the past in the whole, and and the rate of production is an issue. You know, how often in the last two years, three years, have you gone? Here's a new release, and oh, they've completely sold out of this core line because they haven't been able to build enough. And it's all coming out the same places the restocks and the new stuff um, and, and the bit it, it makes you wonder that it's all brand new they're all still they're trying new things as a company they're trying to find a way to make it sustainable now that they've finished you know they finished the version 3 but their model range was huge they weren't getting you know really hard for a new store to buy in which is really hard to then grow your community with new people it's incredibly yeah. hard to get new people to play Flames of. And that's one of the exciting things about version 4, is you're going to see people who haven't played version 3, you know, so they don't have these preconceived notions of how things work, so you're going to get completely different games and armies coming to the board. Uh, I, I
1: was just going say quickly, I think it's one of the big ones, just have a look on their website, the fact that Team Yankee so far has 218 lines, which includes yep. terrain, paints, books, models, yep. that's yep. everything. Whereas when you go to UK, for example, the UK range, and that's three periods, has more lines.
3: Yeah, you look at the Germans, Germans is nuts.
1: Yeah, Germans, Germans don't more than double Team Yankee.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. So, I mean, what what I would love to see, I'd love to, I know this is going to sound really horrible, but I'd love to see Battlefront actually not doing sales and just being full retail pricing. Because then it means that all the guys, the shops that take the investment to carry their lines mm. aren't being undercut you know, their chain actually gets the people coming in there. There's a reason to go in every time to your friendly local gaming store and actually be involved in your community. Um, But then not, you know, instead spend the time, spend their time, rather than working the volume of sales direct, is to work on all those extra lines and keep them there, keep them available, keep the the diversity there. But when, you know, it just basically means that when you end up going, actually, I, I want my little wild card unit, I want my unique observer, I want my, you know, recubes, bishops. bishops or whatever, you know that you can go for them direct. And that makes yeah. the sense to do that, that process.
1: So, you, you, so you'd so you go for the direct only model for some more than the more niche stuff?
0: I would. I'd definitely go direct only for the more niche stuff. I probably wouldn't go print on demand with it. Um, I think that's just creating problems where you you don't need problems.
3: That's
0: fair. Uh, you know, it's it's. It,
3: the, the other thing they could do, which would soften the blow slightly, is if they offered free postage over a certain amount. So if you were going to drop on those one hundred and fifty quid on a new army, yeah, and it's all niche stuff that that is direct only.
0: But then, yeah, but that then it wouldn't. If it was that large things, it wouldn't
3: all be niche stuff. Uh, I don't you know.
1: know. You could do I a like, early on. yeah. Early on, French, yeah.
3: Do you know what I mean? Like at least it would give you an incentive. But, um,
0: I'm talking about like down the line. Like for now, yeah. it, of course, if you if you're doing an early war or late war army that isn't in plastic, you know, you're you're taking your hobby yeah. line in your hands because you don't know what direction they're going to go down the road.
1: Do you yeah. reckon we do you reckon we could see plastic Samoas?
2: Plastic synonymous. Oh that, that would be that would be nice. That would be nice.
1: Oh,
0: anyway. Did you say <laughs> let's plastic sobwars?
1: Yeah,
0: yes, I heard you say, do you reckon we could be Plastics Anonymous? And no. I was like, hi, my name is Fez, I have <laughs> a problem. <laughs> oh,
3: so valid. Yeah. Oh, well,
0: anyway, let's get to, to, the other, the the other right?
1: to lighter subjects. This yes. is getting too heavy.
3: Uh, the other thing I have been considering is trucks. Yeah. Yes, traps. But, no, 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 just yeah. trucks, for, for the, again, for the 21st Panzer and, and Normandy, but trying to work out what the best way to get a mix of British... French, German, yeah. Well, so I'll come on. I'll, I'll be pondering that. Anyone got any ideas? Drop me a line.
1: Well, I can highly recommend not getting the Zvezda ones because um, the axles and all the wheels go on individually.
3: Yeah, right, you only need like probably half a dozen.
1: Yeah,
0: just no. Just for variety. No, for that the the, the Battlefront. Um, yeah. Well. The, the Battlefront ones I love for the simplicity because they were drop their are single drop castings on a resin yeah. base. Um, I will be doing at some point a review on the PSC ones um, when I turn them into the reinforced trucks uh, for my yeah. Market Garden crazy rush across the bridge get shot up list.
1: Yeah.
0: It's not a sensible army, but it's.
1: But it's one of the best bits. On, it's one of the best, coolest bits in Hollywood history.
3: Exactly. Uh, but yeah, that's that's kind of it. Just twenty first, twenty first, twenty
1: first. So just before we move on, obviously, as you have mentioned it, we, we should say we are running a tournament in as in, in the new shop in Pool, as it will be then you have moved, uh, which is going to be fifteen fifty late war, woo, which see, Fez is looking at Churchill's, as he's mentioned. Uh, Duncan's looking at 21st Panzer. And I <laughs> had bought a T-34 army for it until, moving on to a new section, we saw today, and I don't think they're going to be out in time, so I'm probably still doing T-34s, um, plastic Panzer 470s by Normandy Miniatures. Mm. Which is an interesting kit.
2: Yeah, it does. Um, it does. Uh, Jag Panzer four. Is it, yeah, yeah, Panzer yeah. four. Panzer four seventy A and Panzer four seventy
1: I, I do know so the fact that the the Panzer four seventy has a better gun than the Jag Panzer four.
2: Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's yeah, it's a weird one. It's a because the Jag Panzer you think would be the actual tank hunter, yeah, it's about the same as the Stug and then the other ones yeah.
1: And the ones I that think actually... it's. Um, I think it was a mistake, wasn't it? I think it was a, a, a mistake in type, in whatever somewhere, and they kind of just went with it, because it was late 1944, and I don't think they cared that much at that point.
2: People had to issues.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, guys, well, look, well, well, like, st- stop this counterattack on the Eastern Front. Seriously, <laughs> what how have you named this tank? It's wrong.
0: <laughs> well, a lot of, there's a lot of that that goes on, and there's a lot of, of post-naming of vehicles that... Mm.
2: They were yeah, like the Achilles for, for the M10C which is we we use in Flames of War but it's really a post-war thing yeah yeah, yeah. yeah you know just, they were just M10s mm-hmm. um the
0: well, past yeah, 470 though being our our poster our poster yeah. fake, he says if we <laughs> have such a thing on the on the front of our blog it does a soft spot on our hat, in our hearts it's,
1: it's
0: not on and the,
1: the blog anymore it's on, on the, our
0: podcast. It's the podcast
1: on yeah. the podcast yeah. Oh, yeah. not the blog it used, to be, it, used to be, it used to be the Lego of the blog uh, and now it's some British soldiers marching forwards. You know. We
2: should go back. We should we should bring bring, back it, bring it back.
1: I know. Yeah. I, I I much prefer it.
2: Petition hashtag cycle. Like, <laughs> <it's like, laughs>
1: like yeah, you agree with that? <laughs> but yeah, no, it's uh it's 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 quite cool. Um, it's it's a nice kit. The fact that there's all three well all three variants, so to speak, and one's one's technically not a variant to the other two, although kind of is. Yeah, the only worrying thing, as someone point- you pointed out before we started, is the fact that they released the first pictures this nine mo- 11 months ago, and they just started sharing the plastic sprues. So that's quite a long development cycle. When it's actually going to be out, could be an interesting discussion.
2: Do you want yeah, your- it's first? It's a first time kit. It's probably, they're probably having to learn all kinds of lessons doing it. But like I say, once we see actual kits in hand, then we will know it's a good thing. Mm. Is Are it time like-
0: for the, uh, the the fun flat pans of fact? Of the, show, of the episode. Oh, okay. yes. The episode. the fun, the the fun, the fun, fact is that the, uh, the original uh, Panzer 470 had a muzzle brake on the front of the, the, the gun, um, which when they were holed down, you know, nicely camouflaged, this really low silhouette tank hunter, perfect for the bocage. When it fired, the muzzle brake kicked up so much dust and dirt, that it was almost pointless being camouflaged in the first place. Uh, so by the, by the, very quickly, the crews just started unscrewing the muzzle brakes and then just leaving them on the... You know, just binning them, basically. So, which is why your late-version flat uh, flat Panzers, Panzer 470s, don't have a muzzle brake. There you go. Mm.
1: Doing a quick Wikipedia search, apparently the Jag, the Panzer 470 is a direct variant of the Jag panzer 4. Is it? Direct t- yeah, apparently. That's what it says on here.
0: It probably is, but I would hasten to say, if we're going to do a flat Panzer fun fact every episode...
1: Probably shouldn't burn them all. Probably shouldn't burn them all at, all should should
3: them all at once. <laughs> also, like if you were the parent there, out of those two, you, I think you'd be questioning the fidelity of your other partner. Just <laughs> just, just if, holding the two children next to each other, going, yeah, they're 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 they're, they're the same. Is that because it's a hashtag slutty flat Panzer? <laughs> well, uh, it's just a bit different, isn't it? I don't know. I'm afraid it's a Panzer IV chassis, I guess.
2: It was also one of those armies I wanted to do. Was FHH, was the It um, was a version. The, the sort of yes. the to, no, yeah. to the the, uh, yeah. the the duck. The the what's it?
1: The, the duck that one was called, wasn't
2: it?
0: Yeah. Oh, dude, come <laughs> on! That was next episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: Ben! <laughs> All right, I'm, Boy, I'm wait,
2: right. Subject hey, change subject. seventy talk. I was <laughs> uh, <also, laughs> looking, looking at the site. There's got um, an M8. Um, great, not the M8. It's um yeah, the Greyhound sort of family. Yeah, M8, of M8 Greyhound. But they do the M20 as well? The that's it. The one. Yeah, that's that's what, that's what I was trying to think of. That's what I kept thinking. of M20 something, but yeah. Oh, it's no, it a the turret?
3: Yeah, yeah. They just got machine gun on the top. Yeah. The, yeah, I think you it for command vehicles or spotters or something, don't they?
2: Yeah, tank yeah. destroyers. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, so yeah. That's oh, that's cool. cool. And they're all, is, all hard plastic. It looks like it. Yeah, I can't see anything. I don't. I don't know why you would use soft plastics in this day and age. But yeah, it looks like they're no. hard plastics. Oh much. Well when I so it's for plastics. I mean like the sort of nineteen eighties the like really flexible stuff. Yeah. Before everyone starts thinking of talking about the modern infantry, but it,
1: it is amazing in this modern era though that so much stuff can be um yeah, you know, so much stuff can be done in plastic by even small companies now.
2: Like well, to say, um, I think we touched upon the last episode. The whole thing of computer aided design, the actual sculpting of models yeah. means you, you take a lot out. A, because you don't make free-ups, you can do it all on computer. And the next thing is you then don't have to then have a guide, the pantograph from the free-up onto a machine tool, taking forever. Yeah. You machine directly from the CAD file. And it, it means that the cost of tooling is still expensive, but not as much of a bonus as it used to be, as understand yeah. it.
1: Well, you know, the fact that obviously big companies are now just going purely plastic tells you it can't be too bad because there's a lot of there's some niche kits now that you think they've never been in plastic but have been
2: yeah yeah. So, yeah well the whole GW the whole games works more well on plastics you know it? it's everything's yeah. plastic i mean admittedly they have their own plastic manufacturing in-house which helps a lot on that but it's still like wow that's a, it's, a, it's a big yeah. step change in the industry
1: um but yeah uh, did we mention a date on the tournament on the yeah. 11th of August yes Look at Toyman. Also, go on their Facebook page because uh, I know I'm promoting a rival here, but their new shop looks sweet. Anyway, okay, so let's move on to Free Nations. Which actually um, has four nations in it, technically. Yeah, I know. I was about to make that joke. <laughs> damn you. <laughs> God damn it, Lee. That's, that was moving my line. I love I love dad jokes.
2: I'll, I'll get, it's one of the benefits of having kids now is I can do dad jokes. It's, it's, it feels good.
1: Let's
0: right. say crap jokes about kids. It's yeah. a lot
1: cheaper. Well, that's that's like one of, well, that's like one of our uh, Portuguese staff who t- keeps telling us to do children.
3: <laughs> wow.
1: She means have children, in case anyone's wondering, but it comes up as do children. You should do children. No, no, we go to jail if we do children in this country. I don't know. What, I don't know what happens in Portugal. <laughs> oh, <dear> but, <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the point. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, three nations, which is the free nation, the sort of half, the half of what's left of NATO, the main parts of NATO, I guess, Mm -hmm. the bigger chunks. Yes, the more the more renowned parts, I think we best say. Well, the more renowned parts and the Aussies. You say the more
2: renowned parts, yet there's no Luxembourg in this. So I think we're, we're 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 being so short.
1: That's also one of the things of, uh, as I, I've had a few parts of Iron four stories, but it's one of my favourite bits. Whenever you see, Germany's gone to war Luxembourg, and about two seconds later, Luxembourg has capitulated. <laughs> Every oh. time. It's like, come on, Luxembourg. Seriously.
3: Pray for Luxembourg. <sighs> Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> I
1: mean, I know your entire population would fit inside of Twickenham twice. But come on. Signed up for yourselves.
0: One of the places I've always wanted to ride through on my European bike tours, and i never managed it yet. I've always gone up over it or under it somehow,
3: never through it.
1: Wouldn't it be one of those places, off except, for the two, except for the border guards, you wouldn't notice?
3: Yes, I went through on a train. We pulled into Luxembourg, Luxembourg City? I can't remember what it's called. The, basically, the, the, the centre, the main capital bit, uh, town, and then almost instantly left the border. a <laughs> <laughs> bizarre thing on Eurostar.
2: Yeah, it was weird.
1: It kind of makes you wonder how how they can get swallowed up by another country.
2: Yeah, it's one of those oddities, like the long San Marino, Monaco, uh, no, uh, Monaco kind of thing. Yeah. City states, and yet somehow they've managed to just sort of survive.
1: But, anywho, so, um, Canadians. We've got Canadians in now. We'll go through the book a bit by bit. So we've got Canadians, Dutch, Aussies, and the French. French. So the Canadians, the French Canadians, if you like. So there's two French books through re- two French nations, really. <laughs> what do we like about them? What's cool? The, you're a resident. You're a resident. Um, teen Yankee expert.
2: Yeah. So I think what we, what you getting with the Canadians is the two standouts are the leopard. Which hey, we already had leopard. What's so special about this one? It's got brutal thanks to the hesh round. Um, so that means if someone's stupid enough to keep our infantry in the BMP. <laughs> and you ambush it, then um, basically infantry will have to reroll their saves when getting up the burning wrecks of their um, infantry fighting vehicles. So that can be quite devastating. The other thing about them is you have um, a larger HQ squadron, um, sorry, HQ troop or I think it's three tanks. There it is? Yeah, three wow. tanks. So that means you can end up in one formation maxed out with 19 tanks. Uh, not, you know, not They're not expensive tanks, so you can easily do this in an eight point army and still have um, the rest of the force. And the formation itself um, has an infantry slot, but doesn't take up a tank slot. So the German one, if you want to have infantry, you have to go in a tank slot. Either with the or. Yeah, with the. Either or. With the Canadian one, it's a separate slot, so you can have four platoons tanks, a large HQ troop, and still get an infantry section in.
1: And I'm right in saying, if let's say you took a tank list and you wanted to, and you want to use the option where you can use one core platoon from another list, because you have the option of infantry, you can't take the infantry.
2: All right, so Team Yankee doesn't have that yet. That's, okay. that's very much version 4 thing. I imagine no. when Team Yankee version 2 comes along, that'll come in, because all the other books can do it. But right now, Team Yankee, you can't do the whole have a, have a support choice um, as a core choice from the formation.
1: Right. So that's why, well, yeah, but-
2: that's why it's quite handy to have the infantry in the formation.
1: Yeah, and yeah. not taking up a tank, not taking up a pressure tank slot. Correct. Yeah, yeah. And, and the other cool is the other cool thing. In the AA. Please tell us the AA.
2: I think as Fed shouted out, it is it is definitely the ADATS, um, which was basically the whole concept of uh, a line of sight, sorry, command line of sight missile can infuriate shoot a ground vehicle. So why not double down that and make it penetrate 900 of roll rolled monstrous steel armor?
4: Yeah.
2: So, because it's a, it's a supersonic missile with a heat with a heat warhead so it'll really kill aircraft it'll really kill tanks lee you have me at supersonic <laughs> <laughs> and it's, like, it's laser guided as well so it's nothing like radar or anything like that. it's got a big radar on it but it's all it's a frickin laser guided it's
0: freaking laser what's the AP on that 24,
2: 24. <laughs> three up firepower.
1: power is that the highest yeah. in the game
2: I uh, no yeah eight a- the Mavericks are twenty seven I think on the A on ten. But but it's the highest for a ground based system per way. No, no. No,
1: I know. I love the fact that let's make a let's make something that shoots on planes that can go through nine hundred millimeters of armor because the average plane has about nine hundred millimeters of armor.
2: <laughs> it's Soviet Russia. It sounds good. It, it sounds devastating. It hasn't got any kind of special rule like say hammerhead or anything that lets you stay underground. Nope. So, but what you've got to do is just try and maximise your range, because 64 inch range when it's firing at ground targets, which obviously outrange any other return fire on artillery. But the 6 by 4 board, how many, how many firelings are you going find that long yeah. to yeah. make use of it? I well, struggle with swing it's fires. Also,
1: it's also the minimum range of 16.
2: Yeah. 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 It, it, is what, it
0: is amphibious, like. so if you are playing that naval battle <laughs> against the it's to the fate of nation, yeah. So so it's, LR, uh, the heat special rule is
2: that you count the side armour.
1: No, no, you don't get plus one for long range.
2: That's it. Yeah, and it's guided, so you don't get the plus one for, um, to hit either. So, you know, it's going to hit, it's going to kill, or it's going to penetrate. Um, yeah. Firepower three, most of the time you're going to get a nice big flame marker on the target. What's the best front armour in the game at the moment? Um, 19, 19. No, 19 on, the M, on the IPM1, if you're doing some <laughs> sort of weird blue and blue game. So, 20 at range, if it didn't have heat. Yeah. yeah so, 90.
1: 20. It's always going to be 90. So, uh, so it's, uh, penetrating, it's penetrating everything 66% uh, six, of the time. Yeah. And the other one, is getting a possible bail. Um, one thing, I don't know if it's been covered yet on the forum, on the Facebook page or anything, but the list in here says you can have up to six. Yeah. The card says you can only have up to four.
2: Oh, yeah. interesting. Okay.
1: Yeah. So, I don't know if that's a mistake or not. Somewhere I'm assuming... The cards are done before the book. So, yeah,
2: if we occasionally get get this, it's why I don't like unit cards. the end up this weird thing, which one's right? But um, but yeah, I but I wouldn't be surprised if it is the book's wrong. Is actually four in the units, um, but get past a units, So yeah, maybe I don't know. So, I mean.
1: Most I time yeah, you
2: can take four because they're quite expensive. So it's, yeah. yeah, five points. A, five points for two. So yeah. I to say, I, I thought
1: I could add up to six. And I only bought four initially.
0: Good. <laughs> so you're, um, not, you're, not, you're not out on that
1: one. No, hopefully not. Yeah. I mean,
0: they do look insanely cool. Yeah. Um, mm. They are amphibious, which I find is a great rule. Just, I just remember, I used to invent reasons that my amphibious chimeras and one of 40, could go driving at sea. I yeah. design boards that were like oil rigs. I'd,
2: Oh, we want to a na- we want to see a naval landing scenario with Imperial Guard with Chimera. It's like D-Day, but with like um, com- oh, Chimera's cool. coming on. Yeah, that'd oh, be so cool. be we- even call it now. We got like the vo- like the the gunship. What are they call not fa- not vultures? Uh, Valkries. Yeah. Have those guys hitting the rear areas? And have- we even yeah, now we even it now.
0: We've done that in the club. It's been pretty cool. It'd be cool to do it in Team
2: Yankee, though. Yes. Yeah. I like, I want to do like some sort of big um, river crossing mission actually having like try and get a river crossing beach after the bridges oh, are nice. down using the amphib guys but having like an engineer section try and build the bridge under fire that kind of thing that would be so cool yeah, and plus plus cool. simon pearson's a real enge- an ex-real engineer so it'd, it'd really make his day if he somehow got bridge building in
0: so rather <laughs> rather than feed the trolls mm-hmm. uh when it comes to things like adats what 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 are their shortcomings
2: um they're expensive you'll never you're always going to be in a position if you try and do one thing you're not be able to do the other thing. Um, obviously, yeah. if, that air, if you shoot aircraft turn before, you can't shoot ground targets next turn. They have no moving rate of fire either. No, well, right. uh, same as all all Sam's and uh, tank guy weapons. Yeah.
1: The other thing as well is if you don't kill what you hit, you're probably dead. Yes, well, I
2: think you... we're with sixty. we inch range. You've probably got a turn before that's a case. But yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. But even even so, you think you, you deployed twenty four inches apart in most missions. Hmm. Yeah, they're probably going to be in range, and obviously a lot of things in Team Yankee have a very good moving on rate of fire. Yeah. So, yeah, I think you're probably dead if you don't if Can you, you still dead. smoke <laughs> AA
0: in Team Yankee?
1: I um, believe
2: so. Um, yeah, I ring, think ring so. Ring. It has got a height. Smoke just have like a height. So, it just, I think it comes up. I don't know. i have to look up. I can't think. Try it's by old Flames
0: of War. Version three tactics <laughs> and just dropping a smoke bombardment on them and going
2: haha <laughs> I think the biggest problem is you have these guys sitting back out of sight like you do most sams. You're basically paying a premium for eight cent capacity you're not going to use.
1: Yeah. Uh, the the yeah. other issue they have though is the other AA they've got is blade pipes and that's a lot weaker. Yeah. So. But cool. So. Um, Anything else on the Canadians? Will we hit the the, the French?
2: Um, I don't think that. I think I think I, said, I think one day will take the world, and we'll all be painting. painting, painting, painting. Uh, yep,
0: yeah, they all have the same standard template color scheme. They do. So you can't just go freehand crazy. We well, can. You can.
1: Well, you you can. can. But yeah. I, just all I'll fairness,
0: this now so I can rip the crap out of Ben later.
1: <laughs> I've to say in all fairness, from what I read, from, apparently according to the version for uh, Iron Fist book, the British tanks had a standard template, and I kind of still freehanded it, and it kind of looks all right because they kind of all look the same.
0: Yeah, this is what we a
1: Kind of different, but
0: yeah, but I thought the I thought the uh, Canadians went even more crazy with the templates than the British. No, the Brits were just like kind of do the follow freehand kind of similar shapes I thought that they actually had proper templates for the Canadians well
1: if you follow one of uh, Chris from Battlefront's uh, video I think when he did his Americans he actually made a template for his vehicles
0: so I'm expecting yeah. the same from you then
1: yeah <laughs> um, there's uh, two chances of that none and sodall and sodall just left town <laughs>
2: I think the only thing else to mention the Canadians is the uh, support. Um, they can actually have Allied supports from US or Germany if you have to choose one or the other. Oh, which, okay. means you, which means you can have all these Leopard 1s and team them up with um, a Leopard 2 platoon from the Germans
1: or, oh, uh, or an oh, IPM1. I have not thought about it at all. <laughs> I'm sure you haven't, no.
2: But if you want air support it has to come from those Allies. There's no um, Canadian CF-188s in it or anything like that.
1: And... The kind of army deal kind of leads you towards going down the German route because you get the two you get the helicopters in there. Yeah, and, and the power's
2: a pretty grand tank helicopter. The problem mm. is it hasn't got the um, versatility of the Cobra. It just, it just has a much better tank. Um,
1: uh, the, the main thing is you get Tornados. Tornados are the best, of the coolest looking planes in Team Yankee at the moment. Come fight me if you disagree. And <laughs> um, you get the uh, the last rocket thing, which just looks sweet. I, like I don't know if it's any good. It does it look awesome. The best thing the last
2: is it drops smoke and it drops mines. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, every, every once in a while I might fire HD bombardment.
1: <laughs> cool. So, the the biggest nation in the book? Yeah, by far, as in list-wise and model-wise, is the French. Not by land area, though, technically. Oh <laughs> well, no, no, Canada's gone got them all a bit buggered on that one. Air
3: gulp, air gulp if you're gonna say that kind of thing. <laughs>
1: yeah. I, think so, fine. I think you're fine. Right. Uh so Ziff French, what do we like about the French?
2: There's a lot to like. Oh, sure. Sure. It.
1: So this just this can tell you I taking this this book's kinda of taught me a lot about Team Yankee. For a while I couldn't work out why the MX thirty was so much cheaper than the Leopard. Then it kind of hit me. It's that moving rate of fire that really hurts it.
2: Yeah, uh, rate of fire one, like chieftains, it drops down.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and the lack of brutal, of course. But... It, has
2: got, it has got brutal. Got
1: brutal well, it has yeah. got brutal. That was it has got brutal. It's the drop. It's the moving rate of fire sorry, that drops it.
2: And front armor yeah. 11. And the yeah. remount. And the, and the and... morale of 5 plus.
1: I would yeah, say the, the, difference
2: between,
1: the difference between front armor 11 and front armor 9 isn't massive in Team Yank, I don't think. Not in
2: the world of anti tank 22, yeah. Yeah.
1: We have to talk about something Saint like twenty four.
2: So yeah. <laughs> why, why is that morale five there? Like, with, right, so Phil, very low. Yeah, so Phil explained it basically. If the whole French concept of war, as, he, as was spoken to him by French um, officers, was basically yeah, you, know, you fight and you break off before you start as you take casualties. So you know, then you regroup, you fight again. So that, basically, the whole thing of them breaking off is then falling back to a next line. Uh, as it so were. they're not, they're not, they're not. You know. It. it's no, not, it's it. not funny, it. that really stupid um, stereotype of the French yeah it's just their yeah. um, no, I just wonder because that is really really like
3: everyone else is generally speaking the ish <laughs> so, like, so I mean they must be one of the few five plus morales at the out there at the moment
1: yeah it's also the three plus courage with the five plus morale that's quite yeah. a, a yeah. change. strange
2: change so, so, that, so that's what it is so they'll, they'll do the whole lightning attack with the following me's and that kind of thing they've got a high skill for doing the manoeuvre yeah. through blitz but you have to use your force and you have to make sure you don't take casualties. You've got to pick your shot, jump forward, fire, and hope you kill everything so there's no return fire, and then next time move around to the next position and repeat.
3: Actually, this <laughs> is the one of the best use I think I've seen of the, the splitting of the morale yeah. skill. Yes.
1: Um, yeah. it, it, um, I think the Brits had it a bit in the desert as well, didn't they? Yeah, so I think like,
2: first, version yeah. 4 starts doing it with um, the whole splitting stats and now Team Yankee is learning from that and doing the same because hmm. a lot of early team-making books don't really split the stats as such beyond assault. And it does have a 20mm anti-helicopter gun. Yeah, co- a, a, uh, independent coaxial mount, yeah, 20mm. <laughs> That's his probably best feature is, is that ability you just shoot <gasps> down your head, the helicopters get a bit too close and just like, ah,
3: boop. That's not what you want to hear if you're a mainline battle tank, though, that your best features is are correct, so you're going to shoot down <laughs> <him> helicopters. <government.
2: laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the main, the main gun's not bad. It's no worse than a Leopard. It's only like, take 19, firepower 2. Like I say, brutal. You've got a range finder, so you're not going to get the penalty for hitting that long range. Is um,
1: it, is it, do they still use these, by the way?
2: No, they got replaced by the Clerks. I believe there might still be some export ones, because they, they did quite well in export sales. Is, is
1: so the it's the, probably... clerk, is the, clerk the one with the bolt-on armour, so they can upgrade the armour? Well, Leclerc is the only NATO tank
2: with autoloader. It's in sort of the same sort of category as Leopard 2, that kind of thing. Because, look, I'm sure think,
1: because there was one French tank where, they, where they, the where the armour was bolted on, and you could literally unbolt it and replace the armour, so that they could keep upgrading it.
2: Yeah, it could be Leclerc then. I I, must admit, okay. I don't know. I'm sure okay. Beans will explain it to me afterwards if you listen to this. <laughs> so yeah, so the amx Amex is good but it's, it's not the selling point for the french all the oh, all the, no. IV, the iv is just a marder basically the selling point for the french is the um i'm going to massively ruin the french now the escadron de cavalier. cavalier yeah yes um, yeah so it's basically the amx 10 rc um yes a please. six-wheel exactly six-wheel <laughs> armoured car oh, that sounds good it's got a five-millimeter main gun what um so basically very much the same stats as for um, ANX thirteen times its gun, uh, but it's including the whole suffering the rate of fire drop on the move. Only thing different is its gun's got heat, so it's not quite as good on sidearm shots against um, stuff like the BDD armor on the T seventy two and the T sixty four. But you know, it's 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 quite expensive. What it is, it's not, It's basically the same cost as three leopards at nine points but yeah. you've got Scout and you've got Spearhead, so Spearhead's yeah, yeah. Are going to put you in the right position. Scout means you're not get, you, know, you don't need armour if you don't get hit, is the, is the old proverb. Yeah. And that's what these things are really be doing. They've got decent um, mobility for a wheeled vehicle, so you know, crawl is pretty good for a wheeled vehicle, Terrain Dash 12 is you know, pretty bad for a tank, but it's pretty good for wheeled. So yeah, I think the NX10 RC is something to look at I think a lot of people are talking about teaming that up, a, um, a formation of three of those, with a formation of the VAB company, the Infantry, which are basically, um, so VAB is a four-wheeled APC transport, and on the face it doesn't look that great. The big bonus of it is um, the actual infantry is much bigger than its um, I- IFE-carried version. It's got a really cool um, spo- um, anti-tank capability in the form of, the LRAC and APALAS um, disposable missiles. You can add a Milan team to it, so you get up to three. Um, you get one Milan team per company, Uh excuse, Sorry, and then you the company itself has Milan's so it's with eight Milan teams in. Oh my. Really st- exactly. So you team those. So you take those guys. You take the APCs. Uh, sorry, the, the armor cars, and then you take a bunch of the Mephisto anti-tank um, vehicles. So you have two. Two platoons of those, each of which has four Fab and Fisto anti-tank weapons, which have the hammerhead rules, so they can, they stay on the ground when they shoot. And they've got anti-tank 23, uh, 21, yeah, no, 23, sorry, yeah. So that's quite hard hitting. Uh, and that's a really nice, no, it's a really nice combo. Unfortunately, it's all resin. But <laughs> because um, wow. cause obviously, it's really classic. Good. Yeah, it's, I mean, in some ways, the French might actually out the Brits when it comes to Milan. Well, yeah,
0: I was just reading. It says, in the, in the fluff section, it says, the French VAB-mounted infantry battalions have 24 Milan anti-tank-guided missile systems available in support. <laughs> After you fire, do you have to roll to see if your country goes bankrupt?
2: You're going to burn through your war stocks pretty quickly and missiles in scenario, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, that is definite. So yeah, that's the big highlight. Something for other thing to speak about is um, air-wise. You've got the really cool Mirage. Who doesn't love the Mirage? Well, the French guys made a bad-looking aircraft. And then you have the Gazelle. And the Gazelle. Gazelles. Oh. The interesting Gazelle is not. There's two versions. There's the eight-tank version, which is basically a bit like their um, PAH in the jump the part in the German force. Yep. The other version is the escort version, which is cannon-armed. And it has the rule gunslinger, which means it can fire before reaction shots from the SAMs. So you open up, you, so basically you send your gazelles in, you send your escort one in first, it shoots that pesky, um, shulker platoon or gopher platoon, it fires before they do the reaction shots and hopefully it wipes them out, because it's eight tank, six, firepower power, five, it's enough to bail a shulker and it will obviously kill the unarmoured, um, geckos quite this easily. Is- this is interesting.
0: I'm just looking at it now. Yeah, the 20 mil gun. It has
2: two stat lines.
0: Whether it's moving yeah. or
2: static, yeah.
0: Yeah. So if it's if it's halted, it's right at fire three. And it's it's a range 20. 20 inch yeah. range. Um, but if it's moving, it's right at fire two. But it's only eight inches of range. Yeah. Bit like um, how Heinz are always um eight inch I think. Yeah, but they can. They're always eight eight inches regardless if they stop. It's quite interesting that if you you know. Take some time to line up on your target
3: so to speak you get the increased range i think so i think you know, four of these for four points as well what's that's a bit of a steal to be honest having yes, them can, roaming around
2: can, can, uh, the, the hot arm versions that's 20 points you spend on the helicopter contingent which is about only four points more than you normally spend in like a, a german army and like i say you've got a much better defense against their um, enemy air because let's face it most soviet forces will always have at least platoon of shulkers not for the platoon of gophers so filling out that anti-air uh, anti-air is a must all the time. So, yeah, it's, it's some really interesting stuff in there. You've got the whole, um, you've got autoloader self-powered artillery, which uses the same kit as the MX-30, which is quite cool. You've got the um, Roland surface-to-air missile. And you've got the old favourite, the MX- AMX-13, that's an anti-aircraft cannon. Hey. Yeah. So, like I say, the freshness really is probably a big highlight of the book in terms of what's interesting in there. It's, mm-hmm. probably, what the, it's probably also the army it plays most differently to what's come before. I mean, for the Dutch and the are Canadians aren't going to play terribly differently to the um, West Germans, for example. But um squadron of the cavalry, has, there's nothing else really like it. Even the British CVRT squadron is very much different because obviously it's got the whole uh, military tactical range and there's no hard-hitting cannon beyond the striker missiles, so... I think, so I think the um, French are play if you want to have a NATO army, the French are the one to look at as your second NATO army, just because they're, they're the ones that play the most differently.
3: Who, who can they take as, or who can take them as support as well, because they might make an interesting uh, additional no, formation.
1: Well, you can take a, you can take one, there's rules in here for, you can take yeah. one um, formation from any other NATO force as an ally. But, um, so can, so someone take, else
2: can take the armour cars? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So you could you could pair a British um, infantry um, formation with a uh, French armored car formation. Yeah. That's cool. Ooh. Approving
4: <laughs> um, noises.
1: Yeah. I mean, obviously, the, the thing I, I love is uh, the AMX uh, 10s because it kind of reminds me of the Panhards from um, from World War Two. They look. They have a very similar look, obviously, both being armored cars. Mm-hmm. And that was also one of my favorite armies to use in early war.
2: I like the Panhard. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it just looks lovely.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Cool. So that's the French. Now on to the Dutch. Who yeah. also can have West German allies at this Yep.
2: They're, they're no Americans this time, any West Germans. That gives them their anti-tank air uh, and their multi-tornayers um, again, plus Lars. Um, so big things with the, with the with Dutch, they get four lists, which means they're about as big as the French in terms of the list they get. But Leopard Two and Leopard One squadrons are basically the same; it's just different tanks. Uh, the big three, thing. for this. No, yes. We got um, Leopard Two Company, Leopard One Company, their um, Panzer Infantry Company, oh, yep. and the Third Squadron. Yeah, yep. yep.
1: sorry, the vacants is separate. Sorry,
2: but effectively, it is free because the leop- the two Leopards are basically the same. That's cool, yeah. um, the big thing is Leopard Two, though. Um, it's two, basically, a point cheaper per tank. So a full platoon of them is forty points. Um, compared to the West German equivalent of um, 44 points. Obviously, 4 points will buy you stuff. Because that saving will matter over, over over a long enough time frame. Your pe- the reason they're cheaper is because obviously they've got a lower skill, at least 4 plus, uh, low- and a lower morale of only 4 plus, not 3 plus. But when you're in a Leopard 2, <laughs> <laughs> you, you, I, I move 40, I don't care if I, have to, I can't pass a blitz check. I don't, I don't need a blitz. Um, and if you if you bail my tank, well done. You you, you probably deserve me to run, frankly. So,
1: <laughs> also the uh, the leopard ones are quite cool. The different turrets,
2: yeah, they, visually they look very cool. I think the biggest problem I have with the Dutch Leopards is they got a lower skill, a lower courage at the same points as the West German ones. It's like, but well, you they, they, you couldn't find just a two point saving or something like that. Them. It's it's like well, at that point mods just have an allied West. I, West German company. Actually, screw that. I'll have an Allied Canadian company and have the brutal.
1: Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, um, so, their their transport looks really cool, though.
2: Yeah. yeah so it's a, a my favorite, I, I, but I like the anti tank
0: version the most.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like I like the Dutch infantry company. I, I re really, uh, so basically their transport, the YPR seven six five, was um, made by the American the FMC Corporation. They lost to Bradley. Um, but because it was simpler and cheaper it actually did quite well in the export market the Turkish had it as well I think the Koreans had it as well maybe yeah. that's definitely someone else World War 2 Japanese isn't it in, in yeah, yeah. <laughs> in it's visuals, yeah. Uh, but the thing about it is it's got 25mm guns so it's got a bit more punch than the Marders with their 20mm um, tank 8 still 5 power 5 but hey bailing the BMP is you know, they're still useful the infantry got Carl Gustav which was quite nice to see um, and like I like to say the really good one is the anti-tank version um, not because it's really doing anything different to Hammerhead but purely because it's called the Pratt anti-tank peloton yep, <laughs> that's the fact, best name in the game and also it's a four strong platoon so, which is, so it's going to be a lot more um, resistant to incoming fire than the two strong American platoons it's like a truck as well isn't it yeah towed missiles so attack 21 yeah, and it's going to always be um, gone the ground thanks to Hammerhead oh. and you've got, you, so you got Gepards, and who doesn't love Gepards? Um,
1: just, just for any people looking potential Team Yankee stuff for the future, the Turkish did use it, but they did not get them to 1992. Oh, right, okay, yeah. Sorry, doing a quick Wikipedia search. Is that yeah. a different radar on that, Gepard?
2: Yeah, so it's fitted up with um, Dutch, um, a Dutch radar system. But basically, there's no difference in terms of game. Um, the biggest difference is they come in platoons of two or three. Like they like can have stingers attached, which got a bit more punch than the red eye missiles the West Germans used. Five power four on five power five. So yeah, I, 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 and that and that PTR, PRTL appears in all three tank lists, at, sorry, all two tank lists and the infantry list. So like gepards doing all their West German lists.
1: Um, apparently, also Bel- the Belgians used it as well. Ah, uh, Belgians,
2: and entered
1: service in September 1985. So if Belgium was to get a. List in NATO 2 the return of NATO. Um, yeah. <laughs> potentially, yeah, NATO. Uh, potentially, they have already got the. Um, the yeah. potential some of the models for them. Really. I suspect
2: Battlefront would use the whole because um, because the height intention stuff gets all the early um, excuse. So yeah, they probably would have it. Because hey, it's in the range. Why not?
1: Yeah, same reason like the, as we talk about the Canadian AA, which technically didn't see frontline service till 1989. 89. But yep. obviously, if World War Two was about to kick off, you might speed <coughs> things up a little bit. Yeah, because it is an alternative timeline. Hence, why the uh, Aussies are there, Richard. Um,
4: <laughs> what? <well.
2: laughs> the last formation is for Kenning's Escadron, Um which is basically a bit like the American Armored Cav. So. In real so as I understand it, and hopefully some of the Dutch players will correct me if I'm wrong here, you basically had, in real life, you had a platoon that was basically four M113s and two patrols, and two tanks. Now, uh, in Team Yankee, that gets split out into lots of small platoons, which is probably the biggest problem with the formation. You've got lots of two tank platoons, which, with the morale system, doesn't last you long once you get a guy bailed and stuff yep. like that.
1: Once one gets bailed, goodbye. <laughs>
2: It looks so cool because I read really like, really like the links in the M113 CMV. It it, it so doesn't. it's one of those things I keep looking at it, thinking. I really, kind of, like, I really kind of want to do it. Um, I also like to say it's got a mortar platoon, which in real life there'd be one mortar per platoon. And it's got an infantry platoon, which in real life would be one more infantry squad per platoon. They get grouped into their own platoons. You do get 11, well, 12 platoons in the one formation though. Yeah. And you can have up to um, 6 lepertoons in theory, albeit in like. Three groups of two. So it's um it's an interesting one up uh, because of the little two temperatures, I'm not sure how well we're doing the game, but I really kind of want to do it just simply because the M113 and CMV. It like, does look pretty cool. It's like a chop, a a, a
0: low ride one 113 with a cannon yeah. stuck on top. It's like the hot rod version.
2: Yes, and like, and like I say, that cannon uh, again eight tank, eight firepower five. So you can send your little these little two tank platoons around, and they can potentially do some damage to like um, self propelled guns, you know, all those kind of rear area things like Sams. So they got scout. They got spearhead. They can get into all those nooks and crannies. Hmm. So yeah, um, other than that, support-wise, it's not really of interest, it's just m 09s because m one nines are the French fries of the NATO, they come with everything. Um, <laughs> and and yeah, cool. then you got the your West German support. So that's the Dutch. I love the Dutch. I like them. Um, they might be all.
1: Funny, the men from Down Under.
2: <laughs> yeah, so the, the literal Marmite of Team Yankee, are either like it or not. Um, I, like I say, I don't have a great problem with Anzacs, because like I say, the whole, you've got the whole timeline thing. I prefer <laughs> it if they were, if we, if they were, the lepers or done like, you know, Warstock, German, or Canadian kit, because personnel is easier to get across, um, tank kit is a lot harder. Yeah. But in terms of list wise, you've got an armor list with Leopard, um, Leopard AS1s, which are basically Leopard 1s. Um, again, they get brutal, so very much like Canadians in that respect. The formation is probably slightly weaker. Than the Canadian one because A, you only get three tank platoons, sorry, four tank platoons, but you have to give up one of those for infantry if you want it. Only two tanks in the HQ, which is better than the Germans, not as good as the Canadians. The interesting bit is you do get um, up to two M113 cavalry troops. And the M113 cavalry troops, which unfortunately you' not get a, a, um, a list for us, just as support, they have um, the option of having one of them with a, sc- a Scorpion turret. Which is basically the same as the um, in Vietnam they have the one with the Saracen turrets, the seventy-six millimeter gun it gives you a brutal eight tank fourteen heat round shot. So it's an interesting yeah it's an interesting formation. The infantry slightly more interesting M um, 113s um bit like the Brits you get four infantry t- um, four infantry teams and three Kalga staff teams. Um, no Milan's built in. They can have a Milan section of formal missile teams in the formation because I'm tank punch. And the unique unit really for them is their um, anti-tank Land Rover section.
1: So it's a Land Rover. Look cool.
2: Yeah, a cut, it's, it's um, cool. sort of low, the low, low, low weight, short wheel wheelbase um, Land Rover with an M106 recoilless rifle on it.
3: I love the picture as well from that page.
2: Yeah, the BRD from racing around some <laughs> BRDMs. They just show up here. Yeah yeah if you, <laughs> if you do road dash you do have to roll
0: dice and on a one the land rover rolls and kills the crew <laughs> <laughs> that, that cannot be stable
2: <laughs> uh, in terms of support they've got obviously because they've really got much way heavy kit you get the new zealand contribution which is the scout the scorpion army troop, which um aren't really wreck keeper they're, they're not a wrecky, unit more like a light tank unit there's no scalp they have got spearhead and um, your surface-to-air missile is a two-team um, Red-Eye section, um, Red-Eye um, surface-to-air missile. <laughs> which is non basically. do you Yeah. But your main support could be the British. You've got you got the option of um, British support in the form of up to two platoons of Lynx Hellarms, a Harrier flight, and who doesn't love the Harrier? you got ah, the tra- yes. <laughs> ra- Rapier, which is probably one of the most effective um, surface-to-air missile systems in NATO for its points probably the game it's like, it, I still argue it's under-costed um, and then if you want artillery it's going to have to come for the British either the Abbott the 105 or the M109 the M155 it's, so it's um. I look at it and I think other than the British support while well, I take this over the Canadians but obviously this, this, uh, it's going to have its fans especially amongst the actual ANSAC crowd on the team group who seem to be loving it and it's not a bad formation it's a lot it's, and like say you've got the whole anti-tank um, Land Rovers who doesn't love Land Rovers
1: uh, the one thing I would say I understand why they got British support because probably of all the they would be up in and, the area yeah up in the area I do think it's a shame though because the their list is quite similar to Brits I think it'd be quite cool if they did have German or um, American support mm-hmm. I mean like the Canadians could have had like British support instead of one of the other ones just to get some variety in there just from literally a gaming point of view
2: yeah yeah, if, I mean, I, I don't think it's understand a, why. Yeah, a reality thing where the Canadians would be down in Centag or Southag with the French, Germans, Americans. So that's why they get the French, Germans, yeah. uh, German, American support. Admittedly, in Northag, yeah, it's a bit weird because you, you could have support from a whole bunch of units. I mean, because up in, up in Northag, you can have French, you could have German, you have Dutch, all those kind of guys around there. So just being British, it's, like I say, it's probably a game thing just avoid a very complex flow chart very quickly of all these different sport options
1: yeah and again of course you've always got the option you can also take a formation from another fa- native faction anyway so yeah. you basically or, can do what you want
2: yeah or you put or you put an Australian um, leopard formation to a British force or something like that so. yeah cool cool yeah okay. so I say as highlights of the book are almost certainly the French but there's all the other lists I've got their interesting points about them as well
1: and as i said, I done some research into the other NATO factions we've not had yet. Mm-hmm. And basically so equipment-wise, we're almost there for all of them, so I wouldn't be surprised at some point in the future, after a Warsaw Pack book 2, please, um, we get another NATO book with like the Spanish, the um, Italians, and the like Dutch, and hopefully Bang. the Turkish. Yeah, yeah, Because basically they've got all of the tanks or armored fighter vehicles. Not quite one hundred percent, but most
2: of them. I still I'm saying I'm still I'm still holding out for Northern Theatre and having, like say, Norwegians, Royal Marines, Dutch Royal Marines, all those little um, articulated transports um, yeah. fighting just fighting up in the frozen waste and doing Iceland, the desert the um one Russian scenario Yeah, I mean, that's
1: well there's still a lot they yeah. can
2: do. There's a lot they can do. i like to say, what we really need, though, is another Warsaw Pact. Well, yeah, so either, either doing the Warsaw Pact or doing the other Soviet formations, so, like, um, um, naval infantry, which probably the most interesting, because they've got upgraded T-55s with reactive armour and um, the Bastion um, gun-launched uh, missile.
4: Oh, and well, also like
2: some giant helicopters as well. Yeah, get yeah. some hit. Get some hips and even a hook. You get a hook. Uh, get a get a mil twenty six hook. Come in, c- carrying the tank. I would love to see
0: helicopters with the the uh, early war like wave attack type thing.
1: Mm-hmm. The, um, the the other one I've always rec- I've always said is uh, you know if you think if you're worried the other NATO fa- uh, Warsaw Pact forces look too similar, is you go to like, you go to Korea and add in the North and North Koreans and Chinese for the communist forces
4: yeah just uh, dives in some new fronts
1: yeah and then you could then obviously you got you got South Korea and Japan as well for the um, sort of more not NATO because they weren't part of NATO were they but you know but you still got that kind of um,
2: American aligned sphere influence kind of yeah. thing yeah, yeah.
1: Um, and then potentially I don't know if you would do, bother doing another American list but you could potentially do some more American stuff there I don't know how, how different the equipment is probably not because we've already done the M60 list but you know yeah. Maybe that's when they bring the Bradley, just as not not as in it makes sense it's there and not in Europe, but just in a we're doing Never another link. book. Yeah. yeah, we're doing another book, so here's the, here we're doing it. We'll just link it in. I think every
2: here on the rumor mill is, but the next sort of thing they're doing is oil wars. Oh, uh, but, dude, yeah. So you got so you got those rallies in Lebanon with Macabre tanks, which would be interesting. Um, Iran Iraq, so all the kit for Iran Iraq. So you got T62s and Chieftains. It's basically two guys not really knowing how their kit works, or bludging each other. Um, <laughs> then, then I mean, you can. Given what you see in the American, in the Abrams kit with the M1A1, it's it lends itself to doing the Gulf War book as well. Which I've never seen the point of Gulf War. It's like roll off. If you win, you can play the Americans. If you if you are not the Iraqis and good luck with that. So
0: yeah, but that's that's where the that's where the fact that you you're not tied down to his history kind of comes in. So you go okay. Yeah. What can we plot flange magical drop in
2: to make it a fun game? Yeah, you start doing all this all the crazy stuff like the um, Enigma, which is upgrade T fifty five for reactive armour. Oh yes, but in reality, it only really I think it only ever appears in the HQ um, sections of the of the Iraqi battalions. But if they you could have that as a more widespread thing, they'd be a bit more interesting. So, yeah, it's interesting to see what they do with it. But that's also probably where they've put the Bradley, the Challenger, the Warrior, the Apache, the MLRS, because they're moving the timeline along to 1991 at that point.
1: I'm just worried how many points some of this stuff's going to be, because we're already at a point where heavy tanks are very expensive.
2: Yeah, Yeah, I mean, uh, an IPM one is already nine points, so,
1: yeah. Okay. Um, Cool. So that's that. On to one from one Team Yankee book to kind of another, because I think it's under the Team Yankee banner now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got the Arab-Israeli War book. Yeah. So, obviously, this is a full rule book, and I don't think we're going to dwell too much on the rules, because have you played version 4 or Team Yankee, you probably have a good idea how this is going to work. Yeah. But, Lee, you came across a couple of interesting rule changes.
2: Yeah, so... Um... Yeah, rules are basically more version 4 than Team Yankee, but because of, we're putting in stuff like guided weapons, we see a lot of the Team Yankee rules that come in. But one of the things we noticed going for it was, guided weapons, um, is not the same as it is in Team Yankee. It isn't so far as the whole, you can only hit infantry in bulletproof cover, you ignore the range penalty. But also, if you shoot, you can't be concealed in the next, the next, you can't be concealed if you shot in your previous shooting step. Cause basically, the whole um, launch, uh, you know, the launch signature of a missile going out of the tube is pretty big until you get soft launch systems. So, interesting to see if that's just for this, because, like I say, at the time, missiles are a bit more bru- uh, brutal in their launch than they were later, or if it will be a more general thing to sort of combat the whole missile spam issue. And the other thing we see is um, how how infantry, um, sorry, transport attachments are dealt with. So, right now in Team Yankee, transports can go off and do their own thing, in favor nation, if they have their, um, there's a special rule, I'm just trying to remember what it's called now, it's like transport attachment, something like that. Um, give me a sec. Yeah. If they have the unit transport rule, it means the HQ of the transport attachment must stay in coherency with the HQ of the infantry parent um, format, um, card. So your BTRs and the M113s don't go racing off on their own, they have to stay with the infantry it says they, have, they must stay within, which is a bit of a, bit of a shame, because I like the option of leaving them back behind cover or moving to get back into coherency. The BMP, being an infantry fighting vehicle, doesn't have that rule. So the idea is they drop the infantry off and then they do their own thing largely. And that's cool, that means infantry fighting vehicles now operate differently Very to how different. APCs are. Oh, nice. Mm. So,
1: just to go back a step, sorry. Yep. Talking about other variants... That Dutch transport vehicle. <laughs> oh well, we go way back. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, but, sorry. sorry. Yeah. I did, I've gone, I'm doing a bit. I'm doing a bit of one of those. You know, I've I've got lost in. Uh, a, sure, yeah. a, you know, Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Link. Link. Is basically what the South Koreans use. Yeah. They that's have a I, different turret, though.
2: That's what I saying. I think the South Koreans used it, but like I say, it's a different yeah. um, turret system. The whole the yeah. same.
1: It is. I was just looking at it, it comes up with a different name, that's why I didn't find it. Mm-hmm. Uh, same as the Turks, they had a slightly different turret, but that's it. So they basically have covered themselves now to do go into those other nations.
2: Yeah.
1: Sorry. I just
2: wish, wish they'd done a future proof plastic kit that had all those options in there. Oh, well, be so nice. <laughs> I imagine
1: I imagine they'd just be a slightly different turret. I mean I I, I reckon you could actually buy the Dutch ones and if you can get some hold of some of the plastic M one one three turrets. Mm-hmm which I think I've got because I've got the Canadian things. Oh, my God, I could do a South Korean army.
2: There you go. That's that's Ben's next project, South Koreans.
1: Cool. Sorry to interrupt.
2: Yeah, so uh, that's the two highlights of what I've noticed as being major rule differences to um, Team Yankee in version 4. I I have to say I like the transport vehicle rule. I... Yeah, having had Simon's Blade F 432s chasing down my SAM systems on various occasions. All <laughs> while he's bitching about the fact that he can do it in a rules so someone's someone say, Well stop doing it then. Um, <laughs> it, it's nice that you get that kind of distinction now as to uh, make why the IFVs are much better.
1: I should um, be able to crush you like this, damn it. It's against the spirit it's against the spirit of the game, but I'm gonna, <laughs> you're gonna, do, it gonna anyway. do
2: it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think that my, my only real downside of it is that generally your APCs either retreat off the battlefield once they drop you off there, or they sort of go hold down and put machine gun fire down. If you're forced to stay within six inches, it's almost, you're, you're being dragged along kind of thing, but it's, it's better It's very,
1: than, really good.
2: Yeah, it makes <laughs> really good. It makes, them, it makes them better than just go off and do their own thing. So, you know, it's, if I take one or the other, I'll take that. It's just um, like it would be nice if we had, like, option to send, send them to Ria so you could just take them off the table kind of thing. Like, he's too much.
3: Or drop... drop. I like the idea of dropping them off. Like, the, what you, could, you used to be able to do that in V3, didn't you? They drop off the weapon themes and...
1: Yeah. Yeah, but we... V3 had really weird rules. We could keep one guy and oh. of it and, you know, Oh, yeah, yeah, stuff.
3: No. I'm not I'm not suggesting we go back to that. God, that was...
1: I oh, had my The, the, the bookkeeping alone wasn't, like, mess so. Yes. Um... Another quick sorry, I'm sure you've touched on this. And I've forgotten. Uh, what are the artillery rules the same as V four? The same as V four, yeah. So if, right. if you repeat one it's real says. Yeah, basically, like said,
2: it's one of those things. Like it would be nice with to see it more like a, a time on target thing, so everyone just gets time on target. Because artillery is always more lethal in the first few rounds, because basically catch everyone while they're unawares, and then generally your rate of casualties drops off. Obviously, yeah, still causing still causing casualties, but everyone's yeah. hit the ground. They're dug in, and, and once people get loads to the ground, artillery becomes a lot less effective, and it's got um, airburst.
1: So it's, it's it's more of a pinning thing at that point, isn't a, it? Rather, than yeah, I'd, it'd be
2: nice if, like, you got on time on target, and then basically um, every turn they're after you automatically pin your target, kind of thing, which is probably more realistic reflection of it. But it it gives it, it makes the problem we see in Team Yankee is that artillery doesn't really do much. Very rarely yeah. do you actually even take it. So you need to do something to make it as lethal as it should be. It's just, I'm not quite sure that's what I would have done, but there you go.
1: Um, I guess the other way of, um, I guess, I guess it's probably like a, a balance thing. So now recons lost the ability to lift on to ground. Um, you probably need that to way of just being able to get infantry out of foxholes without the ability to get make them plus one to hit. Get them plus one to hit. Yeah. Yeah. But uh
2: yeah. Yeah, so look at this. I mean obviously you've got pretty much all you had in the previous version three book, plus some new guys to represent it being now doing um nineteen seventy-three, the Yom Kippur War. So you get basically the ready Israelis get from M sixty tank, or the MacAc six as they called it.
1: Which is like the best army deal box ever. If you haven't seen it you can get I think it's forty pounds? And you get five of them, so that's sixty points. Um, two two bits of artillery, which I doesn't really matter, and two of the anti tank jeeps, which let me just get through my book here. So the two anti tank jeeps, another four points. Uh, for two jeeps, two jeeps is four points. <laughs> Thank you, Israelis. You're just bonkers in this. Uh, and the two priests, another four points. Two, two priests is four points. Two anti-tank jeeps is also four points, my god. That's super hard a, to kill. That's 68 points for £40. And
3: so there's my army. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, question.
1: Yeah.
0: So the M the Magatch 6 is an M60? Yeah. Basically, yes. The Magatch 2 and 3 are M48, correct.
2: Correct. Uh,
1: they aren't the M40, it's the difference, slight differences of the gun. So I think one is the one that the Israelis upgraded themselves. Yeah, so
2: the so, so, yeah, MGAC-2 is the original 90 mil, and the MGAC-3 is their British L7 they put in. Okay.
0: It's a longer barrel, big caliber. Yeah, 105, yeah.
2: Best mm-hmm. good ever.
3: There's, there's some definite changes to the construction as well, compared to the previous Federation book, aren't there, in terms of the company structure? Yeah. Because there's no more mixed formations, is there? It's all
2: which is kind yeah. of yeah, good because you should never really have mixed formations. It's nice that they actually do now yeah. force you to have their um, own
1: still You still kind of can, because you, you, after your mandatory, you can take one compulsory from another list.
2: Yep, yeah, so yeah, as a support choice, this is what we were yeah. talking about earlier. It, it, this does have a rule, so you can take a compulsory choice from another formation as a support choice. So yeah. You could have a um, bunch of M60s and then back it up with a Terran 5, which is a. Um, it captured Israeli captured a whole bunch of T-54s and T-55s then re them with 105s and put them right back in the service the Yom Kippur yes in fact I believe right at the towards the last few days of the six day war they're literally shooting to disable they're getting cocky, shooting tanks to <laughs> disable try and get as much war booty as possible.
1: Oh, so. uh, war booty! I assume I he was it. The was it Deuce? Is it Deuce Nickenbacker? The guy who did like uh, Time Commanders and a few other a few other documentaries. Mm. Who's yep. now? Who's actually now had a sex change? Yes. Uh, he was the most recent Time Commanders? Um, but yeah, I remember him doing. There was a documentary on the Six Days War, and he's just there going. Military doctrine says that if you attack, you should outnumber your opponent three to one to. Yeah, Have a good chance of succeeding. Yeah. Israelis attacks the attacks in Sinai Desert, they were outnumbered three to one and were winning. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, and you're saying, and they're being cocky and trying to disable tanks rather than kill them.
0: Yeah, well, it kind of helps when you completely disable, you know, it, it is. the you entire air force on the, on the ground.
2: Yeah, yeah. And the enemy's chain of command is terrible, and basically orders a retreat. That turns, and um, we need to. Like they still have a chance of pulling it back, and yeah, it all goes yeah. a bit wrong. I mean, so this basically, it,
1: it went wrong on day one when the the prime minister, who didn't trust his, uh, didn't trust his army, not to launch a to coup, was flying a plane <laughs> and ordered all the radars to be turned off across the yep. entire country. So the so the um the Israeli air force attacks and isn't literally is not detected until they're bombing the airfields. <laughs> Well, good, that's, that was good timing there the
0: change, the change of formation thing has kind of scuppered me though because I had, from the original release, I've got two boxes of the Magatch ones and twos, mm-hmm. a box of centurions um, and some dasalts, along with a blister of the, the mech platoon, so I'm sitting here going what well, originally I was going to put into one army and balance it out that way, I'm now sitting there going right, so I need to commit to one type of tank
2: I mean, as a support choice yeah, so yeah, let's yeah. choose but, one of those two that basically max up to an up formation.
0: Yeah, so. but then I'm like, well if I do that with this, I could use the other ones as Jordanians or I That's could, good. you know I love my AMXs I don't know if I have one blister already do I get more, and yeah I'm just, at the moment my wallet's just screaming as I'm scrolling through these pages
2: yep and the other the, the last thing that really gets introduced to these rallies is for, um, well two last things one is you get jeeps with tow missiles for 1973 so it's basically a jeep with a tow missile on the back so it's got an anti 18 range 40 hit so nice indeed and they didn't have the 113s in the previous book did they? yes yeah, so, sorry yeah, you always get the one thirteen M3 and they basically again they captured off the jaydanians bolstered by stuff they bought from the americans well I should get some more of these they're quite good they these half-tracks. <laughs> <laughs> the um, half-tracks do look a lot cooler
0: with all the uh, banged wings. Yeah.
2: Uh, uh, that uh, weird little um, ball, ball socket machine gun on the front yeah. as well. Yeah. The last thing we get in support is the Skyhawk. So um, the Trey's bought quite a lot of them. Skyhawk. Really cool. Single-seat, single-engine aircraft. Um, big weight carriage for its size. Um, there's a really... Compared to the Mirage, stock Mirage is basically the same. It has the same weapons, the same morale, same points. What it gets, it gets to carry cluster bombs or napalm for a small yeah. cost. And who doesn't love sticky, hot sticky death? So um, the cluster bombs are quite handy if you're out in the open. Napalm more so against for um, in the in the actual dug in. They're both one shots. So you, you know, you, burn, you use it and you lose it basically. And the cheap option is the the Orang, which is the um, original French fighter you had. Um, It's cheaper because it's not a fast jet. And fast jet's quite important in this because if the enemy doesn't have a radar, so the difference between the Shulka and the um, CSU-57, it has an extra penalty to hit. So being a fast jet helps a lot. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. I I took the... uh the non-shulker because it had bigger barrels.
2: Oh, yeah, I mean, it, it, got, it hits a lot harder, but um, but yeah, you will hit, you have a, a penalty to hit. And the shulker comes in Yonker Perry anyway, so if you're doing Six Days War, then Yeah. Oh, I so. think that's my problem. My, my problem in the book is that basically you have this mix of units from the two periods. Yeah. And the fluff text does say when mm. stuff comes in, but it would be nice if it was like a logo or something. So, if you try and pick a Six Day War it company, it's a lot easier to work out mm. rather than have fluff text.
3: Yeah. It It's a little badge, isn't it? Like a, a 67 badge and a 73 Yeah, but badge. how
2: Pacific had that kind yeah.
1: of thing, yeah. No, that's still too confusing, apparently. Oh, <laughs> well, yes. no. Well, oh, no.
2: We, tri- we, triggered, we triggered him. Trigger warning. Yeah,
1: yeah don't get sad on that one. Um, yeah, sorry, I can't help myself. It's just like... No, you and can't range. use them in bloody early war. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Moving on. Um... <laughs> So, um, the Egyptians are not crap anymore.
2: No, war like an Egyptian. So I'd <laughs> get that one in. So the big <laughs> thing the big thing is that um, yeah I think the big problem they had was that everything is, is very much a horde army. Especially when the Israeli player can sort of laugh at it with buying one box and having most of an army by the sounds of it. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Um, the T sixty two comes in. It's basically a T fifty five with a better gun. Um slightly more points, so you can go for a bit more of a quality tank over, well, the T-54 is not an unquality tank in this period, that's for sure. Um, the tank companies are now split out into separate formations, again, like the Israelis, you can't mix and match as much as you could do previously. And we still have the old Ts like the Centurion and the Sherman, a bit the Sherman's A support. The big thing is 1973, where we get the Thunderbolt battalion. Um that's basically foot infantry. But a bit like the Special Forces troop in um Vietnam. Special sorry, special purpose battalion? The Sappers basically. They got high courage and high skill. They're skilled um the courage three plus, skill four plus. So they got a chance doing all those sort of like movement rules, they hit and force an assault. So they're actually a really good assault force at infantry. And it helps that they actually they come with a saga team, up to two saga teams and a and a man pad team as well. So very, it's a very versatile troop You still have like um, 13 AK-47 teams and six um, RPG teams for about 20 points, one of the Saga team. Um, and you can then team that up with uh, one of the tank battalions, like T-62s. You also get the BMP-1 and the BTR-60 as options. BMP-1, like I said, has the option, as we said earlier, It's quite good because the actual Infantry IFVs can work separately to the infantry once you drop them off. The thing is, you do go back to being um, skilled or five plus. So you haven't got the a bit like this, You haven't really got the, um, the movement rules there, and you're only hitting on fives in assaults. So again, you'll really go more for standoff shooting rather than assaulting. I'm
0: a little bit yeah. sad that the Thunderbolt Company does not have the option to take the Egyptian special weapon that they employed uh, crossing the Suez Canal.
2: The high power hose
0: pipes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Interestingly, we do get a hail a hail batteries as a core formation choice, which is quite interesting. I could Ooh, like nice. model
0: that as a hose pipe, right? Just <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: like I, don't I don't know if you guys know
0: um uh, Lee and Duncan, but the the Egyptians built a gigantic sand berm along the edge of the Suez Canal to predict, to protect the Sinai Peninsula and they were trying to come up with all these different ways of you know, getting tanks across it, getting over it, yeah. blowing it up. Um, and then they realised that, well, actually, we need to do is get a couple of uh, fire tender boats on the on the canal and just spray it with water. And they literally washed away the major anti-tank defence. There you go. It's
1: like... Sometimes it's, simple, it's sometimes the simplest answer.
0: That's why occasionally I win games. <laughs>
2: Yeah, uh so the BTR infantry oh, it's quite good. They get to add um sagas and um course guns. Obviously they got cheap, they're cheaper because they got their um, BTR. The, and also of interest, they got um you can have a saga anti tank company, which is four saga missile teams, each of which puts up three shots. So in Yom Kippur what the Israelis found was they got hammered by anti tank by weapons. It's one of it's one of those times where people start the whole thing of oh the dead tank is over because of what happens to the Israelis. And what the Israelis raised, just worked out how to deal that tactic made by hammering the artillery first and then sending the tanks in. But you can really get that feel here where the Egyptians can just sit there and get the anti tank missiles out and really do some damage to um, even the M sixties and that. So, so the anti tank eighteen. 18. The anti tank company is also a, a, just a support
0: option, so any formation can have that as support.
2: Yes, um yeah, so I the BTR company gets it in formation, everyone gets it as a support choice, yeah. And obviously the BMP is also packing a SAGA missile as well, which is another bunch of the BMP, getting the missile system as well, to so 73 millimetres. That,
3: that BMP-1 company, uh, a full blob of it, for want of a word, is 30 odd points. That's a yeah. significant investment, isn't it? I know it's good and it's got it a lot of...
2: 12 BMPs. Yeah, and the BMP is so yeah. good at this period for how, what it's doing yeah. now in terms of firepower. It's,
3: it's just a bit of a shock to my, uh, my Soviet system. Guy guy.
2: <laughs> wow. But it's nice because it means that basically Egyptian players not having to spend as much... Well, you're still going you to spend more than an Israeli player, for sure, but not as much as when we first came out. You had to have resin T-34s and resin T-55s and have plenty yeah. of them. That's, that, the game never took off here, A, because of Brighton's politics, and B, because no one wanted to redo anyone but Jordanians because it's just no one had that amount of money.
1: For any, anyone outside the UK is wondering, Brighton is the only place in the, of the UK that's had a Green Party. Uh, member elected to Parliament. Um, they're a bit more liberal down there than the rest of the country.
2: <laughs> yeah, they got they got they, they got views about that area of the world that's fair to say. So, and um, um, bizarre I don't expect that to happen, but it did manifest that there are um, more games clubs. So again, it never the whole Arab-Israeli war never went anywhere. Um, that's,
3: the, that's definitely an interesting option, though. I think that having something that because I mean the BMP one is is versatile anyway. Yeah. You know, with the seventy six mm gun and everything, and the the infantry is always you know, you know you get a butt ton of infantry. Yeah, um, that, that could be interesting. Uh, I, yeah, okay. the
0: BTR 60s the wheeled ones are they in plastic now? Yes, they are. Okay, because I fell in love with the BTR one five two, the little half track but with wheels. Yeah, well it's
2: like um, an M three like an M three SDK two fifty sort of um, hash. Yeah, hash, yeah, think. it's a little little you know half
0: track baby with wheels. Uh, it's, it's pretty cool it is a but they're 8 pounds <laughs> they're, they're 8 pounds each So resin yet. wow are they really <laughs> yeah I, I was like oh man I could do those I could do this. Yeah. and then I went oh, oh wait 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 a minute no no Ed no <laughs> put it out of the cart we've talked about this Ed
3: <laughs> yeah so is,
0: that, is there a
2: difference
3: in um, support options as well between the BTR and the BMP company
2: yeah, so it's the, the it's BTR, like BTR company gets the SAGAs, basically um, yeah. as, a, as a as a tank option.
4: Yeah,
2: and they also get the option of. Um, uh, is that true? They also, get, they also get the option of having the older um, SU fifty seven as an anti, anti-, anti- aircraft system. Yeah, like
3: a first line, second line thing.
2: Kind of, it's, it's it's just like a bit like the Soviets. The BMP ones are expensive, so um, yeah. the average battalion would have a sorry, regiment would have a battalion of BMPs and two battalions of btr, BTR. infantry. Uh, there, there wasn't really a pure BMP battalion. Um, okay. yeah, I, quite
0: like, I quite like that both the mech platoons, sorry, both the mech battalions do get a platoon of tanks as part of the formation as well. Yeah, that's also good. Um, in, terms different.
2: Of, in terms of support, there's no, oh, there one more formation, which is the infantry, um, fortified infantry, basically. Um, the only thing to note there is they lose the 17 pound, which is the only, thing, only reason I remember him. I remember having a 17 pound gun pit option. Um, they only had the hundreds. But I don't think I don't think ever saw anyone fielding it, so it's probably not one of these things that could be missed. And I they miss get,
1: it already. I didn't know it existed, but I miss it.
2: <laughs> and also they get the Sherman, the Sherman as a support company, because um, basically the Palestinians had a battalion of Shermans with um, the turret from the AMX-13. So it's got that 75mm high-velocity gun in, that, in the oscillating turret on the Sherman hull. Very very weird hybrid. Oh, they get BRDM scouts. That's the, that's the new support choice. You get the scouts in. Uh, so, yeah. But you bet the other one is the Syrians, who basically are very much like Egyptians in terms of support choices. So they get
1: Panzer um,
2: IVs. They get Panzer IV gun pits in their, their fortified bits. <laughs> and they're skill 6. Yeah. No. The that's, that's, yeah. that's, high morale but uh, skill 6 because as, as bad as the Egyptian um, sort of um, command staff was the Syrians are far worse oh you have missed the fact that both the Egyptians and the Syrians
0: can have T-34 companies
2: oh yeah they, they, yeah, that's kind of crossing the old list yet yeah. so you still T-34 one point to tank yeah <laughs> the secret curveball <laughs> just go from massed um T-34s yeah
0: I'll give you tank swarm
2: yeah <laughs> As we're as we we're saying in the, in, the, in, the, in the, before before we actually started the actual thought, uh, podcast, you can have movement trades be a valid option to have out, and this to have have ranked up t thirty fours. I
1: was going to say, say there's um, it reminded me of like a Tierney player. I remember, I remember playing against where he'd he would just measure six inches <laughs> right to, from the, the back. Basically, he'd measure the front of his unit of six inches, wherever it was, and just move the models at the back to the front rather than actually yeah. moving the front, moving every model individually. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, do you have a problem? I'm like, not really, I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, I still don't understand why the Syrians pay two more points for 10 T-54s than the Egyptians do. Yeah,
2: I haven't worked that one. No, they've oh, got, high, oh, I they got was... the high morale, but it's offset by skill, but maybe, mm. maybe they just consider the morale to be the bigger boost here, I guess. Maybe. That's the only thing I can think of. Unless I'm missing something. I hopefully someone will point out. <laughs> and I'm also, bit... the last Arab option is for Jordanians.
1: Um which haven't really changed by the looks of it.
2: No, you get basically the option of Centurion's 105s, which basically it's comes in for Yom Kippur because there's a bit of a standoff between the Syrians and the Jordanians over the PLO, um, that really weird ELO tribute band. Um, (laughs) And so after they they, they get sort of that sorted out, they then go, yeah, we should upgrade these tanks and so they get 105s instead of 20 pounders.
1: So is that like a is that a bit of a what-if the Jordanians got involved?
2: Uh, well, so the Jordanians do come into Yom Kippur, uh, but on, on a much more level than Six-Day War. Interesting, I mean, the, the, the interesting German. fight is like doing Black September and having Jordan versus Syria, so you have got the scope for doing that as legit historical right. thing. I, d- I don't know much about that. I'm going to do some re-up really on it because it's got my interest.
1: Okay. I'm going to go on the basis, by the way, is the morale that's causing the points increase.
2: Yeah, it's so got gotta to
1: be. be because so I'm looking at the T34 company, and you paid two more points for five T34s. Yeah, Then you do, but you still only paid two more points for ten T34s, which makes me think it's because of the morale and it's they have a better
0: counter attack as well.
1: Woo! <laughs> oh, to then hit on a yeah. five up,
3: <laughs> game breaking.
1: Yeah, but uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm assuming that is what it is. But so we, we're doing Egyptian T34s, guys, because we you know we don't want that points break. Yeah. Just get over, over this point, I mean seriously.
0: Yeah. So I need to order what thirty one? Is it full N- formation?
1: Ninety 93, Fez. 93. three,
2: three Fez. Three three full formations of T And then oh. and
1: then the, and then the rockets is your. Uh...
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> um, Just making combined arms.
0: I've got to save some money. I've already got a pack of the AA, so I'll, I'll put those in.
1: Oh
2: yeah, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: but yeah, otherwise it rounds out as, you, as all the other books do. You've got the six normal missions and you've got the extra missions and it says go Paint to the way to yeah. more. The more. I do like the catalogue though. I think it's quite a nice little... Um, it's quite nice to be able to look through and actually kind of see the range as a whole. Yeah. I, I'm not
2: opposed to it. I know some people, because people get worked about everything, get worked about the catalogue. But it's just like, you know what? There's a few extra pages. I'm happy with uh, it. It shows it, think- it shows the range of. It helps new guys...
1: That's worth no, looking
2: at. Yeah, you got all the product uh, codes and stuff like that on there,
1: and yeah, and it just means yeah. So you you know, and then obviously like for instance, especially for this one, it says. By the way, if you want like shot, if you want if you want the what's it, the Jordanians to get the Crusaders, mm-hmm. or Crusaders challengers, challenger Centurians. There we go. Yep. go. It's actually it's actually in the Israeli box, so go yep. and get these radio box, and it just helps make that clearer about people kind of going. Well, Jordanian, the, Jordanian, the Jordanian tanks are missing. You go well, no, they're not. But there you go.
2: Yeah, I'm going to say it now, I still think I'm still surprised they haven't done a plastic centurion. I did all, all the options.
1: I am as well. And there's um, my friend Tagore, who's part of the reason I kind of end up getting back into flames. Um, he's been messaging about it, going, "When are they going to do it? Why haven't they done it?" Blah blah blah. And I'm like, "Well, I, I think I can understand why they haven't done it for this because you need so few."
2: They're still Jordanians, all all the Egyptians,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, the egyptians to have them, but I mean, if you are being realistic, Who, how many, yeah. how many Israeli armies are, there? are they going to sell enough of this stuff? All the stuff that's plastic in this mm-hmm. would be is models from Team Yankee,
2: yeah. So the M60 yeah. kit, the BMP yeah. kit, the M113. Yeah. So
1: unless the Centurion ends up being in Team Yankee somehow. Is it really worth doing it in plastic?
2: But, yeah, um, obviously those would be in Vietnam, but the same argument, really, with your um, M48 on the Gats. That could have been a, a plastic kit to do Vietnam, mm-hmm. and. um Well, the, the, the other thing about them is
0: just the sheer physical size of the bloody thing. It yeah. Big. You know, I mean, to get that as a working kit for the cost, you know, it's, it's not the same as, as... I mean, OK, yeah, the other main battle tanks are big as well, so they'll get it done, but... How many realists are you realistically gonna buy? Well
1: that's just what I'm saying until well, it's five. <laughs> yeah. yeah, five. Yeah. Five boxes? Exactly. No, five spruce.
2: the
1: <laughs> um, Jordanians probably want what, twelve two, or so? Yes,
2: yeah, so two or three boxes. <laughs> yeah,
0: so two or three boxes for one list in yeah. the le- in this in this in support game. game. Yeah. 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 yeah uh, you're, you're drive out or something like that. Or you do Korea, so.
1: Yeah, yeah. So the other one as well is um, I still think the Centurion is the best tank for this, having had a quick flick through. Except obviously for the sheer number of teeth uh, t uh, thirty fours you can hit on the table.
0: <laughs> all right, all right. I'll see what Will says.
1: Uh, so I should say t thirty four eighty fives. I should say. Yeah. <laughs> Just to make sure. Yeah,
0: yeah. They are good <laughs> teeth. Not seventy sixes, and no one's
1: yeah. yeah, they can actually kill tanks on side on side shots. Um. will oh, see, so the interesting one here is the fact that this apparently mixes really well with Nam.
2: Yes, this is something me and Fez are talking about because you have the Riverine Force in Vietnam, um, and the BMP is amphibious. See, so we could fight a naval engagement in the Suez between the Riverine Force and BMPs.
1: Now, um, I mean, I think we kind of talked about before. You could do a what if. I think adding the Americans in to like, what if they actually did come in and help the uh, Israelis. Yeah. That's probably kind of cool.
2: given the situation in 1973 where, you know, Israelis are really getting on the back foot from the initial attacks. sending like the American, yeah, if you had a different president in, maybe they sent in the American airborne so you used the Huey list from their, uh... yeah, yeah there's it's, it's a lot of interesting things, what if you could do with yeah? the whole you, I, mean,
1: you, I mean, the infantry lists would work as well and so the tank yeah. lists I guess for the Americans yeah. and so, I mean, I'm not really sure the North Vietnamese and the... <laughs> Uh, Viet Cong would work because obviously there are ambush rules in the middle of a desert. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All
2: these toe complexes in the desert. Are really you put it around.
1: And also, they died Was it born in the north to die in the south? Except we've actually gone north to Egypt or Israel. Yeah, yeah they just went um, south.
0: They went really, really, really far <laughs>
1: south.
2: That went round the other way you the, the Aussie that your Aussie um Centurion actually do better because eight tank because 'cause it's got the Sabo rounds. Yes. All, yeah. Whereas all the all yeah. twenty pounds in here are, are only
1: sixteen. The, uh, they and they've they've still not added in like the Koreans, have they, to the Vietnam? Nope. No.
2: No. Poor road poor road South Korea and this the contribution gets overlooked.
1: It does. I mean there's more of them than there were Aussies. Hashtag just say.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have cool slouch chats,
1: you know. That's that's a differentiator. <laughs> Fair point, sorry. I take it
2: all back. It's all about the headwear. Yeah, so um, that's pretty much Fight of the Nation, I think.
3: I, I have a question. Yeah. The question is that Fight of the Nation was an Osprey publication, wasn't it?
2: It is it? now, yeah. It is now. Like NAM.
3: Free Nation is obviously not. No. Is
2: that correct? Correct. So yeah, Free Nation I is th- about yeah. Oh,
3: yeah. yeah. I thought it was yeah.
2: Osprey as well. So, for no. Na- so only like, only like the spin off books of NAM. Uh, And Fate of Nation and presumably Great War one day are being done in conjunction with Osprey. That's basically a distribution system, I I believe, or something like that. They still say Battlefront in front, that kind of thing. Yeah, they say
1: Osprey as well, don't they? Hmm? They say Battlefront and Osprey, don't
2: they? Yeah, so Osprey on the spine by looks fit, but Battlefront on the actual front cover, as it were, and Osprey Um, inside.
1: and one of the things with these is obviously the fact that basically every single photo from here is like an old one from Battlefront, bar some of the yeah. old ones. Uh, you know, pretty much all, like, all the action shots are old Battlefront photos.
2: I had, Yeah, maybe. I, I must have answered on that one, so it could be.
1: So um, I, I, there's not many pictures, except for the rule examples, there's not many pictures I don't recognise.
2: Just it. The BMP
1: and yeah. Uh, yeah, obviously there's, there's one or two, but the majority of the pictures are all from the from the previous two publications. Okay. So um, I'm wondering, I'm, I'm you know, wondering how much Osprey do? I, I
2: yeah, I find that I think that just distribution only, but I I don't know the relationship. It's a really interesting one, and why Belfron did it in the first place as well. It's an interesting discussion to have maybe at the open day or something like that. My, so, yeah, um, just to my, pry into
0: my, it. Yes, would be that. The book—it's probably just the printers—to the point where these books are what twice the thickness of the Team Yankee ones. Yeah, well, it, says, it about... says
1: printed. It says printed in China on the back.
0: Well, yeah, but if you've got a different factory that you—you know—if yeah. your factory's really good at doing your twelve-pound books, but they literally don't have the machines to make one twice as thick, but you're only making these two books, you go to a publisher and go, "Hey, guys." To so yep. make a bit of money. Can we use it's your? It's 210
2: pages, so
1: yes, yeah, it's, it's a big, it's a it's a big book.
0: I'd, I'd,
1: I'd say three books soon, but we'll see.
0: Yeah, but three books out of how many you're going to be doing? I know,
1: I know, I know. I'm being flippant. Confess, me. That's fine.
3: <laughs> no, it's just I was just thinking about that as we were going through that was all because obviously the uh, fact the nation stuff's got all the rules in the front, so I assumed it was. Yeah.
1: yeah, well, it's it's always something that I remember. So Pete, Pete said he wanted. Uh, uh, when we when we met up with him before Team Yankee was coming out, and the reason Team Yankee had its own rules in there, in fact, it obviously it's different rule set. But the original idea for that was because they didn't want to have to use the World War II rulebook yeah. for a different game, and that kind of how this kind of thing came about. He wanted to have e- each era, so to speak, needs to have its own rulebook. Whether that's the rules come with the list, like it does for Fate of a Nation and for Vietnam. Or uh, it's a separate book like it's for Team Yankee and for uh, version 4, Flames of War. So, uh, you know, you, you don't want to go like, you know, because it, it doesn't make sense. I want to play Great War. What do I need? You need the Great War book. And what else do I need? You need the World War II rule book. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> it,
0: it does make you feel a little bit like they missed the trick when they were standardising to have, you know, Flames of War rules and then and to have just as a standalone you know, set because then you could tweak each rule set separately rather than have to duplicate on everything.
1: We well, can kind of tweak each rule set separate as well because you can put add in extra rules for fate of a nation if you really wanted to.
3: Well, we've already, they've already yeah. done that, haven't they? They've got yeah. slightly different to Team Yankee,
1: and but, and also a bit like kind of Team Yankee was a bit of a I wouldn't say a beta test for version four, but you know. It kind of probably was a bit of a test, in some ways. Uh, you, you do have that option again in here to, um Yeah, you can go like, right, let's test some rules from T-Yankee version 2.
0: Yeah, there, there is the element like that you then get to the point where you're like, when you realise that you need to change, you know, guided, or whatever, yeah. they have going to do it in four different places.
1: Okay, G- guys, guys, I've seen the ultimate uh, Fate of a Nation battle, by the way.
4: Right.
1: The, the, the 93 uh, T-34-85 against the 93 Shermans FL10s because they're also one point a tank are they in a list though? Uh, yeah they have their own list I don't, yeah,
2: no, the Shermans are a support to the ah, inventory list
1: right. right I'm making a PDF list
0: alright don't forget <laughs> Don't forget that the uh, the T 34s will have six Su 100s as support.
1: That's fine. They can have. Uh, I need to find that's British
2: <laughs> <or> Americans. <laughs> well, they can also have Su 100s as support because they're all Egyptian.
1: Yeah. No, 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 because that's that's a Soviet tank. That's not how this is working. <laughs> um, right. Just lost we're gonna We're going to have. This doesn't quite work 100% in my mind, but we're going to have six MiG 17s. Because it's basically a German plane. The fifteen. Seventeen, isn't it? Like seventeen. rather the big is. Seventeen. It's basically a German plane. It's basically it's basically what the next fuck off would have been. Here is the
2: seventeen. What? It just it's just just 17. The Egyptians have a Mix seventeen. Egyptians have a Mix seventeen. Yeah.
3: This conversation's gone in a weird direction that I'm not entirely comfortable with <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, have you ever seen the concept sketches for what the next uh, Fokker, Fokker Wolf plane would have well, not Fokker Wolf, Fokker plane would have been? It's basically what the MIGs became. Yeah, MIG fifteen, MIG seventeen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Especially, <laughs> and also, um, also separately, the Argentinian Air Force made another plane that <gasps> very suspiciously similar as well. Never. <laughs> yeah, it, it's amazing.
0: Well, the Mig fifteen came about because Frank Whittle gave the jet engine to the Russians and said, "Cool, you know, here's yeah. a trade. Where's yours?"
2: And he you went, s- "What engine?" I still don't <laughs> quite
1: understand. I just still don't quite understand why Churchill let that happen.
2: Because well, well, Churchill didn't. It's actually the Labour government that comes in after Churchill. It's oh, is to, it? Okay. It basically comes in because they were trying as a goodwill gesture to the Soviets post-war. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, and gives gives away an entire jet advantage. It's great.
1: R- right, guys. So. We've hit the apex now. Yep. We still need to make a PDF list. The normal Sherman is one point cheaper for 10. <laughs> or <laughs> it's four I mean, points for five. So if we're going to min-max this... Uh, we- <laughs> oh, <laughs> we're gonna have-
0: if you're doing that, I'm taking Israeli 109s. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> there are some uh,
0: incredible hobby opportunities in this, just through the but- weird, eclectic mix of... You know, the hodgepodge leftovers from from the last right. ten years of conflict thrown together
3: into this weird political mess.
1: I mean, the fact that you've got, like, IS-3s next to Centurions. I'm,
3: I was going <laughs> to say the IS-3s immediately. Like, if you want to see an IS-3 in combat, this is the place.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah, basically. They look
3: quite cool. They've got they quite a lot awesome. of armour.
1: There is a there is a rumor that the initial ones, the ones that in the Berlin the Berlin Brigade um, parade sorry, at the end of the war, were limited to a certain speed because they went too much far, faster. The uh, the front of the tank was split open.
0: <laughs> yeah, they had poor welding
1: on the front, yeah. really poor welding. So, so basically, if they had gone to combat, they wouldn't have been very good. But uh, I don't care From a what if uh, battle, which I, you know I still want to do Cold War Gone Hot nineteen thirty five thirty six. Um, you know, Martin you tes- need to have IS-45. You need to know 45. Yeah, sorry, um, sorry. Um, sorry. Um, well, yeah, I got my. So I actually said that you can kind of do it here, can't you? The Egyptians yeah. can represent the um, the saviors because you've got the IS-3 and you got the T-3485. British, and then British, British can have the Centurion by Israelis, right yeah. Uh, I'd say because we need to make them at least some reasonable points.
0: <laughs> I don't know if you'd even have you'd have that much manpower left though, that's the problem.
1: The fighting no, units. The Soviets were shattered. Yeah. Uh, on my Panzer four seventy hunt today I kind of dug out Desperate Pleasures again.
4: <laughs> um, Good book.
1: And 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 yeah, I love that book. And going through the uh how shattered those Soviet units are by the Battle for Berlin. Um, and they were shattered because I say they they thought we were trying to beat them to it, idiots. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, you know you can lose all your men trying to take Berlin. We're okay, thank you. Let's go to these factories.
2: No reason.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can have Berlin, the political capital. Blah blah blah. We've got the Ruhr Valley. Um, okay. <laughs> but yeah, cool. No, it's good. Uh, this does look cool. I say it's just one of those things and. You know, if your group plays, I mean, we did a, we actually did a uh, 6 Nations tournament uh, back when the previous book came out.
2: I remember, mean, uh, yeah, remember you guys painting that huh? jersey, yeah.
1: and it, uh, it was really cool doing a tournament for it. You know, we actually had, I think we actually had an even split of Israelis and um, and Arrow forces. I think the, first, I want to say the first two rounds we did keep it red versus blue.
2: That's cool. It's but obviously, yeah.
1: after that, we had to kind of break it down a bit just because I, I think the Israelis. I can't remember. One side took a kicking. and I don't think it was the. I'm pretty sure it was the. I don't yeah, think, I think it's it's winning. Anyway, I can't remember. we we'll it was. Um, and yeah, it's, it's really cool to play it. It's something kind of, kind of different. And I, I would, I'd love to get sort of stuff out and do it with this. But obviously, it's one of those things of making sure enough people in the local area are actually play it, doing it as well. Because there's nothing worse than the one guy who's. <laughs> I'm really excited about this game. I bought everything. I painted everything. Who wants to play?
2: Hello. Hello? (laughs) Silence. Hi.
1: hi. I'm here.
2: I don't manage to build Flames of War up like that. Go down with a 40k army in one bag and a Flames of War army in the other bag hoping to give people to the Flames of War but if not playing 40k. Those are the days. Give it some time.
0: I mean, I'm I'm excited to see when V4 first came out everything was a little bit dire in the wargaming world. But now that GW is on a massive upswing, we're starting to see a real good influx of new hobbyists into the wargaming niche. And I would not be surprised if in six to eight months' time, with version four, you know, mid-war kind of, sort of finding its swing and the way that they want to do it, that you start to get more, maybe more 9 to 12, but you start to see a real pickup in the Flames of War hobby.
1: Hopefully. I, I, I like to see that. I also think the Eastern Front's going to make a difference. Because, oh,
0: hugely, yeah. Um, With those books, you've got the traditional... Oh, okay, we've got you know Russians and Germans that we recognise.
1: Because, I mean, the Desert was cool, but it is... I don't want to say it's niche, but it almost is, <coughs> if that could yeah. make sense. Well, yeah, um,
0: the, the thing is, you can play Flames of War on 80% of your usual tables if you're doing yeah. European theatre, because everyone has a grass map battlefield. Not everyone has desert battlefield and desert scenery yeah okay. speak for yourself well, that's why I said not everyone ben. <laughs> I, know.
1: I know but yeah, but yeah it's I, like- I i I do that's gonna be the big difference, and I think something we had a conversation with and sorry I no, go a second is Eastern Front is in mid war to the desert. What kind of late war is the other two periods yeah it is the big seller at that point because it is where the you know no disrespect to anyone who fought in North Africa or fought in Italy, but it is a bit it is a sideshow show um Really, you know, uh, there's some cool bits like Monte Cassino is a very cool, iconic battle. Al uh, Alamein is a cool battle for us Brits anyway. You know, you kind of got the Americans getting their first blood in Tunisia. There's, there's some really important stuff going on but in the grand schemes of the war it pales compared to Stalingrad, Kursk and the Soviet counterattack after Kursk.
0: I'm super excited that they chose to do meaningful first to kind of cut their teeth figure out what they want to do you know and then, by the time the first late war books start coming out, it's going to be awesome.
1: And I think it's also one of those things of what, why why mid wars best to start with. And I think this is to, a good point made by one of the guys from um, No Dice No Glory. Is um, mid wars kind of the generic period? Yeah. So early wars, you have all the funky, crazy stuff. You know, you've got. Tanks which should never have been made should never seen combat seeing combat because someone thought it was a good idea you know this 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 is the future of modern warfare and you know unfortunately for most nations, the Germans kind of got it right. the Soviets definitely were getting it right most other nations were not
0: I think it's interesting that you had you know the the flak eighty eight mounted on the back of a truck to take out bunkers, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and then we've just been looking at the Three Nations book where they've done exactly the same thing, where they put a tow missile launcher on a Land Rover.
1: Yeah, no, exa- exactly. <laughs> there, there is some stuff there, but mid Wars kind of when they kind of worked out how to, everyone worked out how to fight, and you start getting the equipment, you know, the new equipment in to kind of catch up with the Germans. So that's where you see, like, you know, you see the, sh- the bog-standard Sherman. Oh. You know, you start seeing, you know, like the, the Churchill. You're seeing... Um, you know, everything comes kind of comes a bit generic, and then it's late war where they start making them into the cool super weapons that we the need. Thing we
0: that, know at the, end. the thing that amazes me is just the speed at which it all happens. You know, it's yes. incredible leaps in technology,
1: especially how quickly it drops off once the war finishes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yes, we 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 can make a new tank in literally weeks. It's amazing. Oh, war's over. Okay, never mind. Pack up, guys. <laughs> We're going to go into Korea, basically the same tanks we ended the war with. Five years later.
0: <laughs> Five years later. Yeah.
1: But yeah, it's, yeah. Um, and I, th- I think it's the correct period to start. It's also the period that needed the love. Because I think there's, a, I think deliberately they didn't touch mid-war. Yeah. Halfway through version 3, probably Nick having an idea what they were going to do.
3: Yeah, I think, I think you're right.
1: And, and the fact that it lacked the plastic support, which they were unable to do. And probably, by the time, Although, as we, I think we've talked about in the previous, the first, well, episode zero, um, I'm still struggling to work out what's actually going to be in plastic for late war when they get around to redoing it. Buildings? Well, maybe. Well, there, there is these talk of these um, ruined buildings for Salingrads.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm, interesting.
1: Interesting that. But, I mean, tanks-wise... Because that's the big seller,
0: four seventy, well, wow, obviously.
1: Pants four seventy, definitely. I mean, Battlefield you need to count Everyone,
0: that. everyone should do them.
1: Uh, and I want, I want, like you know, uh, I want the Mazzimaret with without Zimarettes. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, well, looking sexier than normal. Probably some of battle damage as well. I want one that's so, just that's a section f- of
0: Bocage with the barrel sticking mm-hmm. out, already done yeah. for me. Uh,
1: so it- that's at least five boxes I expect for pants. I
3: want to see one with uh, showing a bit more track.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, no side skirts. Like it,
3: like it. Side skirts. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it, it is an interesting thought, actually, though, for late war, because you're right. The, the 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 majority of stuff is the, all the mainline battle tanks, and, and like Fez was saying, the generic stuff It is there. It's there. It's ready. So, interesting what they, they how they repackage it, or or how they.
1: Oh no! Of yeah, repackage. Re- on, uh, Obviously, there will be like a plastic twenty-five pounder. There already is a plastic twenty-five pounder. They just need to put it into a box. Yeah, you know, a different box. That's the main thing. The same with like the uh, the um, carrier platoon. So they're not really having to invest in necessary new equipment for that because they've already done it. They just haven't released it as that. Uh, the one which I could see would be like I mean, this is I know like, uh, well, we've got the plastic KV coming out, but there's no KD85 coming out yet. So that could be. That could be. Uh, that's could be like a, an adder. I don't know how the sprue is laid out for the KV, but I imagine maybe the turrets on a separate sprue. So you can just do a new turret sprue for that, and that's that done. seems it like it's exactly exciting, but it is a new model. Sorry,
3: I was wondering if they have the KV two on the same thing as well.
1: Maybe yeah. Maybe you could do a KV two KV eighty five box set. Um, yeah. In all fairness, that could be on the. Oh no no! We've seen the sprue for the KV one.
0: Yeah, it's on not there. there. There's no late war tigers yet, is there?
1: Yes, there is. Not Tiger 2s, though. There was a late-war Tiger box, because they did they did a deal with uh, we could get Vitman yeah. in the box, and you got tokens. Yeah, oh, right.
0: okay. It was oh, around,
1: with Zimerick, or were they still... With Zimmer. They've done Zimmer and without Zimmer Tigers. Uh, plastic?
2: Pretty... Yeah. yeah. So got non-Zimerick really? in, in mid-war, the mid-war plastic Tiger, and then you got yeah. the round um, with um, for late-war one. I did um, not know that. that.
1: Yeah, it's £26 for five okay. four.
3: Oh no I did know that cuz it, uh, it it We're replaced fine. the other resin box yeah. didn't it with yeah. so with the dice in it and things You got my yeah. tank cards from I remember giving them to you yeah.
1: Oh yeah it comes the tank cards Oh yeah
3: no, you're right you're 100% correct Why me That's been a while then. god yeah, yeah it has can, that's can you the get a bit been back, you get Barbie. you
1: get the two you get the two objectives as well I want to construct one of these cuz that's one thing that's been bugging me since getting back in is the lack of objectives
3: Yeah, yeah right Maybe that that's the next one because I, mean, I, I love objectives. The the ones they brought out have always been quite cool.
1: Mm.
3: The, the little raising ones.
1: I was, I, well, no, I was thinking about the flat the flat one. I quite like just like the flat acrylic ones because they're nice and bright and obvious. And oh, I really nice. want to really get a Soviet one, but the only one I found is twenty five pounds for three of them on on eBay. I'm like, I'm not paying that much for <laughs> some plastic some plastic little objective markers.
3: You're not um, beautifully, you know, scenic dioramas. Friend.
1: Well, the problem is, I mean, it's because it's I've done the, it's cause I've done the blog too long. I always think of things from a battle report perspective. And a big, bright red, like, Soviet badge is really easy to see. Yeah. Whereas an resin objective, while it looks cooler, isn't yeah. necessarily great on the whole... I always,
0: um, I always have both. I always have the acrylic a one on the board and the resin one plops on top
3: mm. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah another burning key 34 it's not really uh, going to be an uncommon sight is it
0: <laughs> no especially not no. if it's painted in desert colours <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 oh there you go Fez you have to do all objectives you have to do the as objectives as well The uh...
0: <laughs> that's why I could use the other box of like if I buy 35 <laughs> oh no that's six boxes of five Seven boxes of five. No, six. Six. There you go. Maths, science. Yeah. Uh, or objectives.
1: But yeah. But yeah. So yeah. The basically you could do a plastic tiger too, I guess. But is that getting a bit too niche for plastic? No, that, that's. People so. Everyone, everyone I think wants you, you probably would. Yeah, that's, that one's probably fair.
0: Especially if you had the Yag tiger. Yep. Yeah. And you do yeah,
1: both. Yeah, that's, that's it. And you. Oh but, uh, I guess that might might be the trick that could have missed the tiger's putting the stern tiger bits on it as well.
3: Yeah,
1: but
0: there's only like twelve only, there's only twelve tail it, it doesn't yeah. there's only like yeah, two dishes. There's, the there's a lot of space in. on that sprue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, was just one of their sprue. first I know first it, uh, with Zimmerit. So you, yeah. you lose the more detail you have, the more pressure it takes oh. to the bolt. Oh.
1: Uh they've they done plastic panthers with Zimmerit.
0: Uh, no, no, no I no. don't think they do no, so that, no, the could, that,
1: could, that could be another plastic box set
3: what a D a panther D uh,
1: G... Ooh
3: for Kursk yeah, that'd be Kursk. nice yeah
1: mm. no, uh, they've already done they've already done that panther haven't they
0: no no doesn't the, a, plastic... D, the D was their first oh yeah, oh, yeah it was yeah, a, 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 yeah.
1: A, a, yeah 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 so they could do a, they could do a panther D for Kursk but... it's
3: post box I'd like to see a Panzer four J. Just yeah. because I'm sad. Because it's ever so slightly different. <laughs> it is ever and with, so with, with mesh skirts rather than oh, the... would uh, be glorious. That, that I would pay Especially hard money for. Yeah, in plastic. With with uh, the sort of, yeah, chain link fence uh, slide skirts rather than the slab schützen. yeah That would and be...
1: I'm trying to think what what can they do for Brits? If you could do a new plastic Churchill the, with the like Mark IV, Mark V, yes,
3: all the same uh, yeah. crocodile. Yeah, probably
1: crocodile crocodile, yeah. In there. Yeah. crocodile as well.
3: For six, I don't know. Have they
1: got sextons already? Uh No, no, they've got priests and oh. sextons. Sexton, sure. maybe. Have they have done a uh, priest? Uh, I imagine they'll do a sexton. Uh, yeah, sexism. but
0: PSC have just done a sexton.
1: Yeah, but. PSC have also done Leopard's uh C-55's C-55's. and uh, M sixties and fun have caught up all those as well.
4: Yeah, that's
3: true.
1: Um
3: I think the Brits are the hard I think the Brits might be harder. I mean the Yanks all the American stuff is already done, I think. I don't think it's anything they
1: Um
0: are
3: they the plastic British infantry? They've done it. They've done it, yeah. It's quite nice. Yeah. It's really nice. It's really
1: nice. It's really nice. It's it's really nice that I had them I had the Royal British Army.
3: They look awesome on the uh, plastic rural base yeah, set as well. They look just—it uh, was almost like they were made to go together. It was now, ridiculous.
1: The one I do wonder is if there'll be plastic British paratroopers. Could be a possible mm. one. Yes. Maybe not. Yes, maybe I'd not. Maybe not on a sprue, but at least on a, with a new way they're doing the other way of doing plastics. Because you've already got plastic American paratroopers, I could see. I can see British paratroopers and Faustian as well being popular enough to actually yep. warrant, yep. A, uh, and the Faustian jäger spri- models are very old now. Yeah, they could do they an will, update. Will. I think the yep. British powers are fairly old.
2: What about a plastic 29th oh. infantry division?
1: Yeah, British powers like, come out uh,
2: version, might start version two. So oh, it's yeah. called.
1: so I, I, I could I could see that. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, we probably should stop speculating and. Yes, yeah, wild speculation phase. I'm speculating yes But yeah, it's going to be an interesting time, um, especially, like, you look at tanks, and, like, the Soviets, for instance, have so many options now, because most of it's Lend-Lease. Yes. Which is one of the great things with these as well. It's like, oh, is it, you know, I'm not saying it would never, you know, is it worth doing a plastic Sherman? Of course it's worth doing a plastic Sherman, despite being a bit more hypothetical. But it's like, well, yeah, because the British, the Americans, and the Soviets can use it.
3: What's it called? An Immerov or oh, something like that?
1: I I I I put chewing's pronunciation, so I'm not going to try Russian. I, I
3: think it's something like that, but yeah, they're 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 really cool as well in the Russian, um, that kind of darker green. Mm. I like. Oh no, that's going to be bad news when that comes out. I don't. I don't know. Oh,
1: Russian. <laughs> yeah. Russians are awesome. Everyone, in mm-hmm. said Russian army.
4: Right, that like one somewhere?
1: I think everyone started one. And the thing is, you, you start a Russian army, you get further than you probably would have any other army, and yet it's still not. <laughs> nobody yeah, yeah. Complete. yeah.
4: You just sit keep down
1: Sitting sit down there like, right, I've painted 250 tanks, and I've still got more I can do.
3: It's not the tanks uh, that are the problem. I mean, yeah, no, the they're green. It's just the infantry. It's just crushing amounts of brown, <laughs> brown, brown <laughs> infantry. Um, yeah, it's where you oh, to a plastic Katusha, Sorry, while we're thinking about that.
1: Oh yes, because that metal one was hell to put that, together. I was
3: just—I was just thinking about that. I, that was always the thing I looked at. And went, no, do you know what? I think—I think I'm good with guns.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm alright. <laughs> <laughs> I—I don't care. I did not care. If it makes my army worse. I'm not putting that yeah. thing together.
3: <laughs> or you put it together and you sneeze near it, and it kind of just spontaneously just explodes.
1: Yeah, come back. Uh, yeah. Not again.
3: <laughs> oh man, where's that bit gone?
0: On that note, so, I think we've definitely shot. So is it yeah. time to scoot? It is time yeah. to scoot. Who got a dice? I got dice. Uh, are we are we changing our rating at all?
2: I think no. we're still
3: experienced.
0: Inexperienced. I think yeah, we're we, saying Syrian. We're going Syrian, We went. we? went, six, we right? went
3: Syrian. Yeah. We went proper. Proper. <laughs>
2: what have we got? Right, so if we listen out and go roll. There you go. And it's a five. So, oh, uh, so close. Really? So hey, close. Guys,
1: guys, I'm pretty sure we're Egyptian, not Syrian today.
2: Oh, that kid's doing it,
1: right.
2: it for Egyptian. Yeah. <laughs> That's all well,
0: well, no ever pass. <laughs> <If we laughs>
1: <wrap
0: it up. laughs> the armour train wreck of a podcast you've been listening to was Shoot and Scoot, the Flames of War podcast from the team at Breakthrough Assault, and was brought to you by support from Battlefield Hobbies and the hashtag Slutty Flat Panzer. <laughs>